When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, fine running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. I 
guess I turned the, hit the button there. <laughs> what is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 152 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, the uh, the Palatial Fan Cave Studios here uh, at, at, at Palatial uh, here in the, the, uh, the Murph's Fan Cave Podcast Network, the ever-expanding... Oh. Murph's Fan Cave Network. So we will have plenty to uh, to talk about there. We got some fun, exciting news tonight. Uh, we're going to go over some fun news. We got some respects to pay, some condolences to give, uh, and then we have some fun segments to get to as well. We're gonna go. We're gonna go in. We're gonna go ahead and talk about Derek Carr. We're gonna talk about the Chiefs game. We're not gonna dwell on negative, but we are gonna just. We're gonna address the the big old elephant in the room with number four on. Hey, hey, hey! What? Easy on. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, 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 oh. So, so, <laughs> so wait a minute. Right. Me and Swaggo were fixing to kick so, your dieting little ass. I was, I was looking down, down saying, "I'm not wearing a four. Okay, yeah, so at, me at the risk of getting punched. Speaking of the elephants in the room. <laughs> Let's start off by going over to the Western Annex of the Murphs Fan Cave desk and welcome oh, in the I, I got an issue. You got an issue? I got an issue. What's your issue? Dude, so so you know what today is, right? It's Wednesday, right? Yes, today's Wednesday. Today is 50 Cent Corn Dog Day at Sonic. You're what? all about that. Yeah. So of all the things, what do I do? I go, I go, oh, I'm going to go get 50 cent corn dogs. And yeah. what do I do? Look. What'd you do? Oh, oh, you got mustard on your I pants. I got what on my pants? Mustard. Mustard? You didn't put ketchup on that, like, did you? No, hell to the no. <laughs> you mean like freaking Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> mustard? Oh, oh my. Uh, and I'm so fat, I only got one pair of pants anyway, right? And now I've got <laughs> mustard on them. And I, and I go there, right? And I go there, and I got a pocket full of money, right? Yeah. And, the, and a couple of the kids are like, oh, get me a corn dog, too. Okay, 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 okay. So I bought like you know 27 of them, right? <laughs> 27 corn dogs and a Diet Coke. And the girl goes, do you want these to go? And I'm like, no, I'll eat them here. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yes, I want them to go, you stupid. And I did. And I'm and I'm <laughs> on fire already. I'm I love shoveling it. down about five of them on the way back to school, yeah. right? So I can walk in my room with like a bag of like six. You know, I'm like, okay, now, now who yeah. wanted one? I go, I go. Yeah, just, you had, you had, go. Uh, you had 21 roadies. Yeah, I'm like, you all, you all, you got to remember, you know where the Sonic is. It's about 40 seconds from my school, yeah. right? I mean, I was doing the whole like throwing the stick out the window, man. I got mustard everywhere, and they're like, what happened? I'm like, ah, oh, one of them damn packets exploded on the way. I don't know. When she handed it to me, it must have had a leak in it or something. I don't know. Oh my god. And gosh. it's of course the the Sonic is right across the street from the place I got the donuts. Oh yeah, and nice. if they weren't closed, man. I've been in mourning. Uh, I've been I've been doing like I've been doing this whole like you know sympathy eating thing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. I mean it's been it's been bad. It's, it's been, been bad. well, you know, we gotta eat our feelings nowadays I'm here at Raider you, Nation. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, mustard everywhere. Oh my gosh, this is too funny, Marsh. Crack me Sorry up. about I, that. Oh, you're all right. So uh there you go. So the other um <laughs> the, the <laughs> I'm not gonna call you an elephant, Jeff. I could. Somebody <laughs> said, "Put a mini corn dog in a donut." It's Philip Rivers. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was Ron. Oh my gosh, Ron. Uh, One hundred, right. Ron. Talk yeah. About yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. About well, that. hey, hang on. Well, hang on. Let me let me let me bring him in here. Make it official. The uh, the other man that adorns the other annex of the Murphs Fan Cave desk. We're talking about the southern annex to the western annex of the Murphs Fan Cave desk. Welcome in. Swag Jeff. What's Yo, up, Swag? Oh, Mosh is over here off camera going, 
Is my other pachyderm brother over yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and it's whiteout night for old Swaggo. Yeah, you look good over there in your well, white Josh yeah. Jacobs AFL jersey. Looking I'm all good. about it. I'm got all the about the white it. hat. You even got the white kicks on that don't make it to the camera. Don't well, you? Yeah, 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 I do, and I've got a Darren Waller jersey back here too. Oh my gosh, you're I'm just control. yeah. I got stu- are, you, I got stuff almost every day coming. You, you got swag on swag. <laughs> well, yeah. Swag goes to us earlier. He goes, hey, I'm gonna start a uh, I'm gonna start a a fund me page for my house note because I got so many damn jerseys. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you need a wing <laughs> for to, sure. You need to, you need a western annex to your house so you can house your swag. That's uh, right. So uh, so welcome to the show, Jeff. And please uh, shout out the chat there. While yeah, you're on, Mr. we got Social everyone. We, we got we got the Full Metal Mexican, uh, Todd Clements, Raider from Rosa, uh, Raider born Rico, Mojo, uh, Herman Munster, uh, Full Metal Mexican, uh, D the Sun, and Ron the Mater Raider in there. And this is his one hundredth uh, yeah. episode. He was Ronnie, made. Ron, 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 he Ron, was Ron. made a hundred episodes ago. So, Century Ron, here's to you, brother. Congratulations, Ron. We need like a Ron fan. Yeah, we, like, we really do. Yeah, like we have our Paul. Like we have our thirty seconds of Paul. I need to come up with like thirty seconds of Ron or something. You know what I mean? Like we need to have. We need to come up with something, Mosh. We need. To, we need to have something uh, creative for. All I can think of is Mr. Jeremy, but. <laughs> oh, jeez, Mosh. No, that wouldn't be good. No, <laughs> I was thinking Burgundy. Oh, I was thinking that's Burgundy. Who I meant. Yeah, that's who you meant. You meant Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ron. Yeah. I didn't mean to equate you with the ugliest porn star who ever lived. Oh my gosh! All right, so, uh, <laughs> so speaking of ugly porn stars, Swag Jeff always kicks off our episode. Well, yeah, with a with a, uh, with a reference back to something significant within Raider Nation. So uh, we take our episode number, which this is episode number one fifty two of Raiders Fan Radio, and Swag Jeff does a great job of finding something significant in the team's history. So Swag yeah, Jeff, what do you have for us tonight? Yeah, so so today, so so it's episode one fifty two of Raiders Fan Radio, and I. I one of the go-tos for me, one of the things that I find a lot is is average yards per reception for a season. So we highlight a player and a, and a year, and we do that. Well, this, this week we're going to go just a little bit deeper. We're going to go episode 152. We're going to highlight uh, one of our favorites, Fred Bolitnikoff. Yes. So we're not going to highlight a season. We're going to highlight a career. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to highlight a career, and Fred Bolitnikoff had uh, – he averaged – 15.2 yards per reception for his career. Wow. So there nice. you go. Really? 15.2 15.2 yards per reception Dig for it. his career, which is amazing. That's awesome, Mosh. Or Mosh. It's awesome, Jeff. <laughs> I was looking at Mosh. And Mosh, I was it is awesome, isn't it? <laughs> it is awesome. That's pretty crazy there, Murph. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was looking at one and talking to the other. No, that's a good one. 15.2 for the year. So yeah, uh, I got divorced because of that once. <laughs> for looking at one, <laughs> looking and at one and talking to the other. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was sleeping. Oh, oh. oh whatever it was. Yeah, I know was, there was overlap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There was overlap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're on fire tonight. Okay, so you know, look, it's just it's gonna be one of those weeks, guys. And this is you know, sometimes it's just the best way to deal with adversity and disappointment is just to freaking find you just gotta joy laugh in it, it out, man. You gotta laugh in it somewhere. So uh so bef- we do have a one serious thing to get to tonight. Before we get to that, I would like to mention um you can support this show in a multitude of ways. We have look. Hands down, the best chat room in all of the Raiders fan-created podcast. That's not to take a shot at any of the other amazing peers that we have and other amazing people that are creatives out there, but I am a huge fan of our chat room. We hear it all the time. We read it all the time. 
You guys are the absolute best. If you want to jump in and join us in the chat, you can see us live every Wednesday night, usually between 6 and 7 o'clock Central, somewhere in there, uh, and, and join us YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Join us there. Please like the video. Please subscribe to the video. It really helps us out a ton uh, by getting our numbers up there. Smash the bell, as the kids say, and, uh, and never miss uh, any of, of uh, Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, the other way is that you can subscribe to us on any podcast service. So there is uh, Stitcher, there is iTunes or now Apple Podcasts, there is Google Play, there is iHeartRadio, there is Spotify, there is anywhere that you can find a podcast, you can find us. So please check us out in this way and and uh, but and subscribe to us there. Uh, those of you that have followed us on our app. Uh, our app is no longer going to carry the newest versions of the show. When we joined up with this new service that's now uh, helping us promote the show and market us and we insert the ads and all that stuff. Anyways, uh, we had to move away from using the app, but frankly, only a handful of you listen to us on the app anyways. We appreciate those of you that did, but the by far the majority of you listen to us on the Apple service or the Google service or, as I mentioned, the other uh, things like Stitcher. So, um, so if you don't have one of those on your phone, if you're an Apple user and you, and you don't use Apple Podcasts, well, then please do. And then same thing if you're an Android user. I use Podcast Addict. <laughs> And you can find that in the Play Store. You can download it. And it's really, and the reason that most people don't use an app and do like what I do is you have a congregators because I listen to a lot of other stuff too. You know, I listen to, you know, whatever, all, the, all kinds of different stuff, Kevin Smith and Jay Moore and Tech Podcast. I listen to a whole bunch of them anyways. And so you can just include the Murph's Fan Cave feed in with all of your other podcasts. So whatever service you use, just search Murph's Fan Cave and subscribe to us, please, in that way. And it helps support our show. Uncle Mosh. So, uh, Swaggy? Yes, sir. You're kind of in the biz like me, through proxy, through your old man. Okay. What do they call it? What, is, what does Holly call it every morning when she says, hey, coming up after this commercial. Was that a tease? A tease. A tease. So, Murph, you just talked about, this is called Segway. Yeah, I like Murph, it. Murph, you just talked about our group, our whole thing. Our whole RFR, you know, Murph's fan cave thing. We're expanding. That's the tease. Ooh. Oh, very good. Very good. Thank you, Mosh. No problem. There All right. Go. So I want to bring it down just for a hot second. Yes. Um, here on Raiders Fan Radio, we don't give shout outs. We don't give, you know, like like plugs and thumbs up and all. Nothing wrong with all that stuff, but we give respect. Yes. Okay. So today... Uh, I got to go back to our trip to California. I had an opportunity to meet one of my all-time heroes. Uh, I got an opportunity to meet George Atkinson. Okay, he was an amazing player. Uh, I, I, everybody that you know, the guy just hit like a freight train. I mean, he was just—he was amazing. And uh, today we have to mourn the loss of, of George Atkinson the uh, third. There's not a lot of info out there. Uh, they've had some. Tragedy in their family. They're, Murph's holding up a picture of, of me and his dad. And, you know, there, there's, just some, there's just some things in life that sometimes, you know, you, you get down, uh, you get to a point uh, that you just, you, you know, we don't know exactly what happened. I don't know that we ever will know. It's really none of our business. What we do know is that he's gone, and he was a Raider. Uh, he was born into being a Raider. He'll always be a Raider, 
and uh, and we mourn his loss. Um, I just you know having having buried students over the years, and some of them, you know, with with situations that were suicide kind of stuff. I, I just want to say that there's a national suicide prevention ho- lifeline. They don't even call it a hotline. They call it a lifeline. It's one eight hundred two seven three talk. That's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Text strength to the crisis text line at at seven four one dash seven four one, or you can go to suicide prevention lifeline dot org if you're having any of that kind of issues. You know, and I mean, this isn't even a spot to make a joke. You know about oh yeah, well we all needed that after that awful loss. You know, it's it's just it's not that kind of a thing. It's a it's a legit thing. There's people with with illnesses that or emotions or things that they can't handle. And, um, again, we don't know if that was the case, but there is that in that group in his family. And, uh, I think it just needs to be said. We all need to, uh, we all need to check ourselves sometimes. And if we need the help, you know, reach out to us, man, if you have to, if you can't get them, but, um, we just, you, you, you don't have to go it alone. Absolutely. So very, R- very R- well said, George Marsh. Atkins in the third. Very well said, Marsh. Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Murph. Just win, baby. So, fellas, yes, this is uh, this is the third week we're going to do this. Uh, the third annual uh, tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. The tweet of the week. I so, like the tweet so, of the yeah, week. Yeah. So, so, so Murph and I were looking uh, for our tweet of the week today, and we found one that just kind of tickled us. It just kind of cracked us up a little bit. And so, the tweet of the week goes to JL Raider, who uh, who tweeted, "Drop your game prediction for this week." Here's mine, Raider Nation. Titans. 182 Raiders 8 <laughs> <laughs> Oh man wow hey i'm glad he gave us the two point conversion yeah well and i saw so- and i saw someone reply and said come on man at least give us nine <laughs> uh, yeah, at least give us three field goals right yeah right yeah that's pretty funny all right good job jl raider and uh yeah, that's always fun. I like the new Tweet of the Week segment. That's well, pretty yeah. good. Wasn't a lot of funny stuff to read this week. Really wasn't. Really, really wasn't. Mm-mm. I saw a bunch of tweets from AB84, and but they just made me laugh for, for different reasons. I know, right? This is a, a big stupid. What a chump, that guy. We should. We need to resurrect the big stupid segment, Mosh. And if that oh, guy, my gosh. If that guy were even worth talking about, we could resurrect the big stupid segment just to call him a big stupid. That's just, oh, my gosh. He's such an idiot. Uh, such all right. a big stupid. He's such big a big stupid. stupid. Such a big stupid. All right, so uh, this is cool. All right, this is really fun. This is um, one of my uh, favorite things to uh, announce here in a, in a long time, and that is the expansion of the Murphs Fan Cave family. Uh, this is really a, a family expansion of family because this guy was already kind of part <laughs> of the family. Um, but for those of you that are aware of Made Man Mojo, Mojo Raider, uh, he is a longtime supporter of our show. Uh, it, we got to know Mojo actually through his son, Max. 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 Who called us, and Max was the first made man on Raiders Fan Radio to get made off of his first call, and uh, he was great. I, I need to dig that up and play it. It's basically him just yelling Raiders at the top of his lungs. It's amazing. Um, 
But so we got to know Mojo uh, through the, through his son, Max. And Mojo has not only become part of the family here, but he's also taken on the creator mantle and has started Mojo's Pod Show. Yes. It's a YouTube show. And it's great. And it's not just great because he has a lot of our friends on there because he's had Aaron on there and he's got Big Raider Trucker on there and he features Swag Jeff's phone calls and Sugar Shane's phone calls and a lot of the familiar names and faces that you know from around here in Raiders Fan Radio. But I just, I think it's a quality product uh mojo's a very genuine guy i think that comes across his passion for the raiders definitely comes across and uh you know we've had a ton of respect for him for what he does for his day job when he defends our democracy every day when he goes to work but outside of that i just respect the heck out of him as a raider fan and i think the direction that he's going in with the show is awesome so mojo and i have been talking and uh we uh we're talking a little bit about getting his show the audio version of that show uh, uploaded as a podcast, much like what we do with Mondays with Mikey and Murph, where I take the, the audio version of that show and upload it to the Fan Cave Network. Well, I'm very proud to tell you all tonight that Mojo's Pod Show, from now on, will be an audio version, will be played and featured here on the Murph's Fan Cave Network. That is awesome. That is awesome. Welcome, Mojo. Welcome to the family. Absolutely. So, you know, it, what's great about Mojo is, it, I mean, there's a lot of things. The man can cook. Okay? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he can. That's, well, that's right? why yeah. I'm like, well, maybe we're... <laughs> you know, so, and, and he's a connoisseur of beer. Yes. And so, you know, if, if, you, like, if you like the frothy malt beverage, tune in. Mojo's always given. Uh, this past week, he did, uh, he did Russian... Um, it, it was it was uh, Russian River Distillery, okay, and it was uh, formerly uh, I think it was Big Fat Pig Lady or something. I don't yeah, know. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and and, uh, and and I love it because because Moj just doesn't Moj Moj the Moj. Well, you know he's the part of the family. He's got to get a nickname. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So, so Moj just doesn't you know he doesn't take a sip and go. Mm, that's very good. He he takes a sip and goes. <laughs> he goes ASMR with yeah, it, and, he go, and then he goes, mm. <laughs> and then he did this. He goes. Mm. Tangy. <laughs> <laughs> that's one I my, love this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's one of my favorite segments on the show. Yeah, yeah. And and, and of course, he, you know, he, he's always talking about us, and he's talking about the chat, and he's talking yes. about all the guys that, that are in his tweet. Uh, so, yeah, you don't want to miss it. But the coolest thing, now that he's part of the family, I don't have to drive to work anymore watching the YouTube. I can, oh, I can yes. go back because yeah, 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 I got yeah. an hour drive. So I can go back to napping when I'm driving. <laughs> Yeah, and I can just I can just turn it on the podcast, you know. There and you I can go. Just, I can just hear him going, "Tangy, there you go. <laughs> nice. nice, congratulations, Mojo. Welcome aboard, my brother. Absolutely, man. We're so uh, so proud to have you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. For those of you that aren't familiar with the show yet, you will be. For those of you again that subscribe to the network, so. When you subscribe to the Murphs Fan Cave Network, you get this show, the flagship show, Raiders Fan Radio. You get Mondays with Mikey and Murph, which just kicked back up this last Monday. And I think we're going to have a good run here for the rest of the way out for the last four weeks of the season. So expect to hear those. Uh, you can hear uh, the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, Tom, and Fitz. I have a new episode of, of that show to upload tomorrow night. 
You can hear Tales from the Nation one of these days when Swag Jeff decides to come over to the house and do a show. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't give me that crap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, we just, it's, that's a tough one for us to get, squeeze in on our yeah. schedules with, since now Swaggo is so much part of Raiders Fan Radio. And frankly, if we have a choice to have him be part of a show, we'd kind of rather have him here uh, than do Tales from the Nation. So, But I promise that will be a priority at some point. Probably the offseason. We'll probably start hammering those. Oh, out my gosh. Yeah, during oh my the offseason, yeah. we're going to, yeah, we're going to pump probably them out. Hammer those out so uh and then uh, now uh mojo's pod show you will hear uh on the on the murph's fan cave feed so appreciate you uh for all of your support and uh and again proud to welcome in mojo to the murph's fan cave family nice all right boys and girls pay attention you got your old uncle mosh here with an update that's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, before we get going, Swaggo, shout out to chat. We got a lot going on. Yeah, there yeah, we got Jesse Perkins. We got Herman Munster, uh, Curtis Flores, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Running Bear, uh, Matthew. We've got everyone in here. Uh, Running Bear says, Swag Jeff is a part of the best rookie class the Raiders have ever had. And, 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 and we all agree, and except... <laughs> I think Jesse Perkins goes, as long as Swag Jeff doesn't have to read. He goes, I agree, Bear. Hey, I'm with you, Jesse. I'm with you, Jesse. Especially when you get stung by a beam. It's hard to read. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A Jimmy Beam. (laughs) Hey, so speaking of Mojo, so I didn't – now, look, Mojo's part of the crew. He's official now. So like Chuck Splatterhead McCann, when he calls or when when Capo calls, of course, all you made men are part of the family and everybody in the chat too, but you know what I mean. Now that he's a a content provider here uh, on the family, we can't include him in the sea of fans anymore. Like, he can't be in that crew. So, we're going to talk about the Chiefs game. We're going to dive into some of this. But before we get started on that, in fact, we're going to hear from some other people, too. Uh, but we're going to – let's lead off this segment with, by uh, hearing from our buddy, Mojo. Fellas, you know who you are. Much respect. It's your boy, Mojo, in San Diego. Just giving you a call. I'm not going to delve off and, and dig up phones here and talk about the last two weeks. Onward. Time to think about other things. Time to think about this must win in Tennessee. Listen, Raider Nation. Listen, Made Man. Listen, Queen Haley. This is this is the deal. We got four games left to enjoy this NFL season before we're right back to where we were and where we're at every single <laughs> off season, Johnson for some yep. live football. So okay. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm going to see most of you at the draft, go ahead and book your, book your deck on. Hotel rooms in, yes. in beautiful Las Vegas. 
uh, we're going to be jonesing for football. Let's just enjoy this, okay? And I didn't bring up the, the Delta Charlie DC word uh, in this call on purpose. I'm sure that uh, the, the phone lines are going to be flooded with that. Anyway, hey, Murph, Swaggy J, you two, uh, and no disrespect, Uncle Moss, but you two, man, I really, really appreciate all your support with the pod show. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Hey, until next time, just win, baby. Mojo out. All right, good stuff nice. from our buddy Mojo. Good job, Moj. It's good stuff, man. So uh, there's just a little preview for you uh, if you're not familiar with who Mojo is. And, uh, and again, we're going to look forward to hearing him. So, uh, yeah, man, that was a rough couple weeks. So, uh, you know, we, uh, we had this Jets game where we went into New Jersey and got, got spanked by the Jets, and we all kind of felt like, wow, that was unexpected. And uh, maybe that was the Raiders overlooking the Jets because we knew we had the Chiefs on deck and we all knew what kind of significance and importance that that game was going to carry. So uh, coming into this game, we all had high hopes. We all had high expectations. I think, frankly, if you had asked a lot of us before the game uh, started, while even though we had high hopes, I mean, ideally, or not ideally, but like realistically, did we have an expectation of the team winning? I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty tall task to have an expectation of the team to win, and frankly, I didn't. But what I did expect was them to be a little more competitive. I did expect them to not show up and, frankly, kind of embarrass themselves. And it's, it's embarrassing as a fan. It's a tough thing to swallow. And um, I got mad. I mean, I don't get mad over football. I mean, I try to keep football in perspective. It's not life. You know, real life is, is, is your faith and your family and your friendships, and that's real life. Football is not that. You know, it can bleed over because it's such an emotional thing and we get such an investment in it. But it pissed me off, man. And, and you know, and frankly, as a Raider fan, you should be mad. Now, we can debate on why we should be mad. We can all have debates about ultimately how the team ends up the way that they are. And there is plenty of blame to go around. Like you can point, you know, obviously the easy target is to point it at, at Derek Carr. Uh, I'm repping his Jersey today and I'll rep him until the day he's not wearing silver and black. Um, I may not apologize for him as much anymore and be willing to be a little more critical, but I hope he wins four in a row now and leads us to a playoff victory. Like yes. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Um, but that said, it's easy to be critical of him. Next up is John Gruden. Uh, next up is Paul Gunther. Next up is, oh, I don't know, Cleveland Farrell. Like, you could start pointing fingers all over the place. There's plenty of blame to go around. I don't think it's as simple as identifying one player or one coach or even one, you know, say it's Greg Olson or whatever. Like, I don't think it's that easy. I think that collectively there is a bigger thing going on. But I'd also think it's fair for us to be critical of those pieces within context and obviously with the, uh, the amount of, you know, respect it's, it, you know, just calling somebody, you know, saying someone sucks or that they, this person's this or that, like, that's a little too easy. So be a little, I would try to be a little more complex uh, in our analysis, but anyway, so one of the things, and I'll set Mosh up for this, cause I want to hear your feedback, Mosh early, just kind of early takeaways. One of the things that really drives me nuts as a content creator now and as, as someone who's kind of out there, not that we're a big deal at all, but we have a, a social media presence for whatever that is, and we're targeted, for lack of a better term. All right? We're, we hear it. When, when, when the Raiders fail, I hear it like crazy. And this is one of the things that just drives me nuts. Here's, I'm going to play an example for you. I'm not a fan of playing other teams' fans on Raiders Fan Radio. But this is just a taste of what we get 
when the Raiders suck. They have no chance in Arrowhead Stadium. It will be a bloodbath like no other. Look away, Raiders. Mahomes, the GOAT, the future of the NFL. The next 15 years will rule you and destroy every dream you have. And then you will move to Iowa, into the abyss of the unknown, from Kansas City, Chief Kingdom, long live Mahomes. I don't know what that guy was under the influence of, but it was something. But this is the kind of crap that gets floated at us. We get tweets. We get Facebook messages. We get phone calls. We get, and, what, and you know what? What do we got now as ammunition? Not even a competitive football game to combat that. And it drives me, it drives me nuts. But anyway, so I'm going to say this before I turn over to Mosh. Uh, I'm, I'm a little angry about it. I'm still angry about it. Usually after a few days, I'm, I'm typically start to level out a little bit. Not as much this time around. I let a lot of words fly on Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Um, I've heard a lot of feedback from that, a lot of it in, in, in positivity, a lot of it in agreement. some uh, points of view that are, that are count. And it's fair. It's all fair. Um, but this I know, as Ra- diehard Raiders fans, we should all be bummed, upset, unhappy, uneasy. Something should not be okay. Uh, you shouldn't feel okay about any of this. Now, how you... Ultimately, how that manifests in you, whatever. That's your own thing. But this should not sit right with you as a fan. That's all I'm going to say. Mosh, what do you got on the game? Well, the game sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's, here's my take on a lot of things. I'm not even going to say their name. But it's, not a, it's not a secret about how I feel about those people in that little state right there next oh. to next to you know yeah next to Kansas yeah it's 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 not it, I don't even you know I, I taught history for a while I might go back and and erase things about Harry Truman cuz he was from that state you know I don't have a problem with that I hate them I I hate them with with every Passion and everything that I can muster up, mustard. I almost talked oh, about the color oh. of mustard again, but but I love my Raiders, and and here's what I, Running Bear early on said: when we start losing, and it's easy for us right now to say that that car's a target. Okay. Yes. I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go way back. And I want to go, wow, after that, that, that crap year we had last year, everybody was saying, wow, a 500-year would be great. A 500-year would be great. Man, if we can get to 8-8, eight and eight, if we can have a 500-year, that would be great. Guys, we're at 500 right now. But nobody's saying that's great. Everybody's saying that it's a, uh, it, it's a crap show. Okay, It's not. Here's what I'm saying. We had two terrible games. We may go back and we may delete episode 31. <laughs> we may wipe out all 31s in our history because we've lost the last two games by 31 points. <sighs> you know? Wow. But, but. Was the, it 72 the, to 8 or something yeah, collectively now the, or whatever the, it was? But, the, but my problem is this I'm old school. And I and I come from I come from a couple of traditions. I come from a tradition of you listen to your coach. Okay? I come from the tradition of you do what you're told, you do what you you dance with the one who brung you. 
You do what you do what you have the ability to do. And I what my ability to do is my ability is to have faith in my team. And 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 those guys make a whole lot more money than I do. They put a whole lot more time and effort into it than I do. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down on being a Raider fan. Yeah, my quarterback had a terrible two weeks. He had a terrible two weeks. But I'm not going to kick him under the under the uh, throw him under the bus. I'm not going to kick him to the curb. He's my quarterback. He who is who my general manager has put in charge of my team. He who is the man that my head coach is is the man that has faith, right? And and I, you know, I'm a Raider fan. I'm a Raider collective fan. It's the gestalt. It's the whole unit. It's the whole team. We sucked as a team. You and I have fought about this for years, that that one person, one play can't make or break you. And, yes, I get it. That interception was terrible. I, I get it that the, the dejected guy that, that sat on the sidelines was just that, was dejected. But I got faith in Raider Nation. I got faith in this team. I got faith in its leadership. I got faith in my quarterback. And I'm not, I don't even own a car jersey. I'm the only one in this room that doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've never been a car bootlicker, but I like my quarterback just like I like my offensive line, like I like my defensive line, like I like my secondary. I like all 12 of those guys that got penalties. <laughs> right? They're still my team. And I and I just can't bail on them. Well, and I'm not. Let me finish. Okay, and I'm sorry, not. Sorry. And I'm All not right. going to do that. So, what's my choice? My choice is that, I, you know, I'll take one in the chops, man. I'll take it all week long. And when you got to take it from a 15 year old stupid in class that goes, oh. "Hey, how'd you Raiders do this weekend?" You know what? Shut up. You just failed theater. <laughs> <laughs> Boss <laughs> Mosh leans back. I guess now you're done. Well, yeah. You know, uh, okay. Let me let me let me say this too, and then I want to turn over swag, and I'm gonna turn over to you with a question, Jeff. Okay. I, I'm with you a million percent, and I think that I hope that everyone in our chat room and everyone that listens to us is the same. If your Raider fandom wavers, then. I think that's a different issue. And I think that if you're, then you're just a bandwagon fan. Like, you got to ride or die, like for real. Win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die, loyal to the soil. It's all that stuff, uh, you know, from the womb to the tomb. That stuff should never waver. And that's why, as much as I was critical of Derek Carr Mondays with Mikey Murphy, and we'll probably be a der- a critical of him through the course of this show, um, my support of him will not waver. He is our quarterback. He is our leader. And while things may happen around him or that he does that are not don't sit right with me, it doesn't mean that there's going to be a lack of support. So Mosh and I a million percent agree on that. Now, we differ a little bit when it comes time to, like, assign, like, uh, opportunities for improvement, to use a corporate term, right? We won't say blame. We'll just say, okay, what are some of our opportunities to improve on? So we have a little bit different of a viewpoint on that, which is fine, and that's what sports is all about. It's all about healthy debate, and if anything on this show, I hope that you all can see that Raider Nation, you can have a healthy debate amongst one another and and not have it devolve into name-calling or whatever because there's been a lot of trash 
on social media this week. And if you're engaging in that in vulgarity and taking shots at one another and, and threatening harm and all that, like check yourself. Like it's still freaking football, man. Like, like take it easy. But there is, I think there's a fairness to debate on this. And like uncle Mosh always says, debate is what one of the highest forms of education, right? You know, so look, you can debate on this stuff and we don't always have to agree, uh, but just be respectful of one another when you do it. So speaking of all that, so Swago, I want to throw to you and I want to hear from you on this. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. And this is where ultimately my brain settled after this week because there was so many emotions and so many thoughts and so many things. And, and as you guys know, anybody listening to this show long term, I'm an absolute diehard Derek Carr fan. I am I think he's an amazing human being. He guy brings people to Christ for crying out loud. Like in terms of life, he's winning, okay? But on the field it's a little bit different. And so I, my question to Swago is this, is that in terms of Derek Carr, when you remove his leadership from the equation, when you remove his ability to influence lives and those all those wonderful things off the field that he does. When you take away the leadership, the good guy, the the the, the family man, all that stuff. When you take that out of the equation, what is it that Derek Carr is doing right now today that warrants his unwavering position as the starting quarterback, undisputed starting quarterback of the Oakland Raiders and his salary? And where I'm going with that is that I think at this point, it's fair as a business operator, John Gruden, Mike Mayock, Mark Davis, to consider at a minimum competition at the quarterback position in the offseason. So, Swag, what is it that Derek Carr is or isn't doing that warrants now that conversation? That's a tough, that's a tough question. It's a tough question because uh, you, took away, you took away the one I was going to say. It's just his leadership. You know, he really, he really does. He hypes up the team. He gets everybody ready. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he's, he's doing what the coaches are telling him to do. And, you know, I mean, th- there can be arguments to say that, you know, he, he gave up on some plays. He threw the ball into the dirt a couple of times. He's, I don't know if he's making the extra effort to make, to make plays happen when plays aren't there. You know, you look at, you look at some of the other uh, quarterbacks in this league, like a Lamar Jackson or like a Deshaun Watson or like a Russell Wilson or some of these other guys, Josh when Allen, the, now Josh Allen in, in, yeah. in, in Buffalo. But you know, some of these, I love that kid. Well, oh my yeah, gosh, he, we oh, so much fun. I love that. Kid. So He's much awesome. fun. Yeah. yeah. But you know, but you look at those guys and when plays aren't there, they make something happen. You know, and so I got frustrated watching Derek Carr throwing the ball into the dirt on third and eight or whatever. And it's just it it was it was frustrating. It was frustrating to watch. And, you know, I mean, and and like you said, I, I love the guy. And if he's in silver and black, I'm all about him. And, you know, and yes. And as a man of faith. For him to to minister to people and to bring them to Christ and all this stuff, it's an amazing thing. But you know, I don't know. The last couple of weeks, it really has started to make me down a little bit. You know, just just a little bit. And you know, so so I don't know. Mosh, what do you got? I I like I like that question, and I like I like the fact that that it's a hard one to answer because I like the hard ones. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from it. But I, I go back to I go back to my roots and I'm a coach and you're a coach and we've coached together and and we were all in when we had seven year olds. 
You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we spoke every day. We, 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 were, we were stupid about it. We yeah. had, but we had fun with it, and we, and we taught things to those kids, and we taught them how to win, and we taught them how to lose, and we taught them how to play the game. And, and I go back to, so what does he offer that's worth $22.5 million? I don't know. I know that he's broken all the records. I know that he is, he, when he's on, he's on. Four weeks ago, when he was diving into the end zone, when he was making the long ball, when you and I were standing in your living room screaming, where are the car haters now? Well, just wait three weeks. You know, and they're on RFR. But, <laughs> but, but I do know that there are people that make a whole lot more money a year than you and I do that have forgotten more about football than you and I will ever know. Yes. And they have the faith in this man, and they're leading my team. And so they're seeing something that's worth $22.5 million. And until that goes away, that, and when he's traded or he's done, I'm done. And I'm on to back in my next guy. I probably won't have his jersey either. But but I will. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and as big as you're getting, I could borrow it. Well, oh, oh, come I'm on, sorry, man. Swaggy. Man. I'm oh, sorry. my gosh. But but you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, uh, we, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to defend his play. His play sucked on Sunday, but I'll defend the man, you know. No doubt. And, no doubt. and um, I just uh, there's they're do, they're seeing something in him. And in this process, and I think the chat said it two or three times, Swag, I think they said, we're, we're building a dynasty. We're not just building for one year, or we would have never signed Gruden to a 10-year, $100 million contract. Right, right. So, so but real quick, Jeff, before we throw it over to you, I think, Mosh, the, in a fair response to that, in what they see in him, they see $22.5 million. And when you look at what his salary cap – dead cap impact was this year it was that number and it was a high number still coming down from the 40 million dollars that his extension originally had well this next year it's down to five million dollars and so i think that when i made this comment on the on mondays with mikey and murph that when you start to assemble the pieces the story begins to inform itself and this is something that swag and i were talking about before the show is that now the raiders are moving into a position where financially they could I'm not saying they're going to move on from Carr. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that if that becomes part of the conversation, that they have the ability without damaging the team long term, and that if if they've lost us fans that are in the middle, not the stands, not the haters, but the fans that are in the middle, if Derek Carr is starting to move away from that support and it's starting to waver, and maybe it's starting to waver. We don't know if it's wavering from the coaching staff. They're not going to say it if it is, but say it is – they're in a position financially and otherwise where they can acquire the talent to replace them and it doesn't have the negative impacts that it would have if they would have done it this year. All the people that were screaming Kyler Murray for this draft, it was completely misguided because the numbers were too high. Well, next year the numbers aren't as high. Go ahead, Swag. So, so we've said all this, and I've said my frustrations, but look, I'm, I'm a car fan. But more importantly, I'm just I'm a Raider fan. Amen. And Where you did know I what? hear that? <laughs> I don't yeah. But so, you know, I'm a Raider fan. And I love Carr. But you know what I love more? I love winning football games. So if Carr is our guy, then I am one hundred percent in on that. But he if he's not, then 
we'll move on to something else. But, you know, we, we could talk about Carr all day long. Another takeaway that I got from this game, are, are, is everyone done talking about Carr? I think, well, yeah, I think so. I got some numbers and stuff to get to. Okay, um, well, um, well, if, if, we're, if we're breaking down the Chiefs game, I want to bring up something that, you know, from a couple weeks ago that uh, Aaron was talking to us about this. Okay. Uh, uh, the Q-Dog Raider. So he was talking about this, and he said, really, he said, we kind of saw this in the Bengals game. The Bengals game, oh, the yeah. Bengals game, kind of exposed the Raiders just a, just a little bit, um, and so you know, I mean, being that you know they were Owen whatever, you know, and it was a tight game, and they kind of exposed us on some stuff, and then the Jets exploited it, and now the Chiefs exploited it, and you know, and Honey Badger said in an inter- in an interview, you know, hey, how how were you able to to pick that play on you know right at the beginning of the game? How were you able to do that? And he said that uh, that it was a, the packages are very predictable. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and and that they're very easy to read. So they saw the read and they jumped and they made the interception. So you can't put this entirely on Carr. Right? Carr had a bad game, an extremely bad game, and for for a couple for a couple days there, I was really mad, really really mad, and I'm still I'm still pissed, but <laughs> I'm still <laughs> yeah. pissed. But uh, but you know. It's it's on everybody. It's on the coaches too because they've obviously they need to maybe change their packages, change some looks, do something different because it was very predictable. Well, and that was the knock against John Gruden the first time around. There's a reason he got traded to Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, Al Davis wanted to push the ball downfield more often, and he didn't like John Gruden's West Coast offense and all that. So there's there's validity to that to that point, Jeff. I mean, absolutely that you know, and it's it's you know when you got somebody that's a it's a guru like like Gruden, it's hard to imagine that he wouldn't have. Uh, enough creativity to be able to, you know, to to assign something to to his quarterback that would give him the flexibility to to do different. I, I mean, I, we don't know because we're not in the room in Alameda. All we can do is go off the optics. All we can do is go off of what it looks like. And and here's what I do know is that you know, Derek Carr emulated his game after Brett Favre. Uh, and formerly we had a Super Bowl, not a Super Bowl, we had a league MVP in Rich Gannon, which was essentially still John Gruden's offense uh, the year after that John Gruden departed. But there is flexibility to be made. I mean, Holmgren's offense that Favre ran, uh, this all connectivity here, it's all the same thing that what John Gruden runs now, uh, or close to it anyways. There is, a, there is the ability to be flexible within that. There is the ability to create. And the thing that's so frustrating, and this is what, and, and we could go on about this all night long, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop after this. One of the things that's very frustrating is that we've seen Carr be great. Yes. Like we've seen him be MVP caliber great. We've seen him with the, we've seen his aggressive play. We've won his, six games, you know. Oh my! Well, and not even just this year, but throughout his career. I mean, absolutely. Everybody talks about 2016, but when you roll back the clock to 2015, he threw more touchdowns in 2015 than he did 2016. Right, right, 32, right. 32 touchdowns in 2015. This guy's been great before, so we know he has that ability. So it's frustrating as a fan when you see check one's not there, check two's not there, check three. Oh well, in the dirt like that's frustrating because we know he's got the ability to go way beyond to be more like Favre to be more like Gannon to take that thing to the next level and that's where it's like damn it that's when you're watching it you're just like come on Derek you're better than that and so one more thing swag and I'm, I'm gonna give it to you and then I'm and then I'm done on this when we look at car I'm not gonna give you all cars career stats you asked me if we were done about Carr, and this is why That's I, okay. I said no, and this is why I bounced back to it, because I think this has a lot to do with coaching and, and, and a reflection of it. 
When you look at Derek Carr's stats, he's thrown 138 touchdowns on his career and only 62 interceptions. He's got 21,000 yards. He's got more completions than Kenny Stabler. He is, uh, by all likelihood, going to end up being statistically the best Raiders quarterback that we've ever had. That said, when you look at pro football reference, and this is where I go for a lot of our stats that we share. It's where I show. go, too. It's a great <laughs> site. For those of you that, um, that, that know us, you know we hate math, but we love numbers. All right, well, they have a really cool aggregator on their site. And what they do is they take players and they put them into this aggregator and it spits out com- comparable players, okay? So you can look at players in, in, their, in terms of their careers and who they compare with. So this is what Derek Carr, career-wise, compares to. And when I read these names off to you, think about it, and you're going to be like, well, that's kind of about right where he plays. So if that's the case, is that the guy that we want for the foreseeable future? He's getting ready to be 29 years old. He's probably going to play another seven years effectively. Is this going to be the guy? So here are his comparables according to Pro Football Reference, okay? Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Colin Kaepernick, Jay Fiedler, Blake Bortles, Kyle Orton, Eric Hipple, David Carr, Stan Humphreys and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, go ahead, Swago. So uh, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Uh, so <laughs> no, no, no. So so what? So we were talking about. We know Derek is better than this. We know yes. that that we've seen him make big plays. We've seen him come through in the clutch. And you know, and when things aren't there, you improvise and you make things happen. Well, the league has really gone to to that style of play. Uh, you can be a system quarterback, um, and you know, and have a decent career like a Marcus Mariota, like a Jameis Winston, like a Kirk Cousins, something like that. But really, the the league is changing, the league is evolving, and you need guys that can make plays, can make things happen. We just talked about Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, all these guys that they're they're a, they're a dual threat. They make things happen, you know. I mean, we were talking earlier. You don't, you really don't see Russell Wilson throw it into the dirt. You know, you don't see, you know, you don't see these guys doing that. And I'm not knocking Carr because I love Carr, and we, and I think that's the most frustrating part about all this is that we've seen him do it, and we like him, and that's we, the other... and we love him. Yeah, we absolutely. It would love be him. much easier if he was an asshole like Philip Rivers. Exactly. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. We like Derek Carr. Exactly. So, so, so we love him, but you know, so I don't know. So, where do we go from here? You know, people are calling for his head. People are doing all this. You know, saying, "Oh, you know, we're looking for, you know, we're looking at Tua, Tua twenty twenty or Hertz twenty twenty or whatever." If with the draft picks that we have, it may not be a bad idea. It may not be a bad idea in this draft to maybe look at something, you know, and not to say that he's not our quarterback of the future. How about in the first round we take uh, Jalen Hurts, Jerry Judy, yeah, and, and ha- team him up with Josh Jacobs, exactly. and we just go and all have, Alabama have, versus Al- Alabama West. Alabama, Alabama West. We could literally. Absolutely. Mimic- yeah, we'll have Alabama and Clemson all over again, all over, all the, over the roster. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a little friendly competition. You know, maybe maybe that's what lights a fire under him. I don't know what it is. Mosh, what do you got? I don't I don't have an issue with his fire. He had a couple bad games. 
I'm sorry. I just don't have an issue with his fire. I know he was dejected. I know when he sat on the bench. I've coached enough athletes to see what was happening there. But I, I, I don't think I can write him off, and I'm not going to do it. Um, I do love <laughs> – and I got to steal this cue. Um, Q had a, had a great one. He goes, Marino, Fouts, Tarkington, Rivers, Kelly, Asias, and Moon. And now Carr. What do they all have in common? Great stats, no rings. It's hard to but but you know. again, the my man is in there. He's this is his sixth year. He's in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul. You know, and 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 I I I can't I just can't say or fault him for running his game plan. Now, I will say this, and you saw me do this when I was coaching your son. When you're given a script, for instance, when you're here's the lines, here's the music, play it, okay? Uh, and I go, and, and I and I I was telling Vinny, now Vinny, you got to put a little bit more into it. Well, I was saying the lines, yeah, but you weren't feeling the lines. When when you're you, anybody can learn, I could give me a monkey and a bag of bananas, and in a week I can have them playing a freaking tuba. You know what I'm saying? You you can have them playing the notes. But you can't have them feeling the music. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think Derek hasn't wasn't feeling it these last two weeks. That's good you know, good so so are we gonna are we gonna you know wash our hands to him? Not me. I'm not I'm not a bootlicker saying oh I love car. I'm gonna go to Jersey. But I am saying I'm sticking with my man. It, we're at 500. I predicted 500. Okay. We're at 500. If we end up 8-8, eight and eight, that means we had to lose eight games. We're at 500. We are 6-6. Six and six. That means we had to lose six games. But we're ready, to, we're ready to wash our hands to our quarterback after those six games lost. Q predicted 9-7. and seven. So, okay, if we end up 9-7... and seven, Okay, I I think the, the the challenge of it though is the optics, and that's where when you go back to 2015, which was a terrible year, also the the numbers were better, the optics were better, the fire was you know there or at least interpreted whatever it may be. But I think that's the difference is that there's a little bit of a change uh, in the optics there. But that said, let's I want to move on okay. from this a little bit. I want to get to Kevin the Raider nerd, uh, and and I want to get to Rico on to feature them in this in this Chiefs review segment because they had some great calls. But, uh, but last thing I'll, I'll say is this. There is no doubt that I can speak for the room uh, here in Murph Fan Cave on this, and I'm pretty sure I can speak for those of you in the chat room. And for those of you that don't agree with this, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge your fandom a little bit. Despite any of the criticism that, that we may levy at Derek Carr, uh, warranted or otherwise, I would say this. We all better and should be rooting for the Raiders to run off four games straight which are very winnable. The Titans game, which we're going to talk about in a minute, we're going to get into a really good Titans preview. The Titans game is winnable. It's also the toughest of the next four games. Absolutely. And it's at home. Then we've got, uh, what's, what's our next home game? It's the last game of the year. It's got the, we got the Jaguars, the Jaguars at home. Let's send off the Oakland fans home with a victory, Raiders. And then let's go beat the Broncos and the Chargers' ass and win four games in a row. Derek Carr goes into the playoffs and wins us a playoff game and cements himself. All this talk, I don't, I'm not afraid to change my mind. That's the crazy things about minds is they can be changed. It, do that, Derek, 
Go ball out, have great a great four games, Preach. and then let's win a freaking playoff game. Let's send Oakland out the right way. And you know what? I'm not going to say necessarily all is forgiven or forgotten, but we can move way past all that. And if you can win us a playoff game, something that we haven't done since freaking 2002, like, come on, Derek. We are all rooting for you and all of you in the chat, all of you listening. You better damn be rooting for your quarterback. You better support him. You, come you on. Be critical of him, fine, but you better support him and ride this thing. Win, lose, or die, Raiders, till we die. Ah! Close us out, Mosh. Let's go to Kevin. I got a question. Okay. <laughs> and now for something completely different so there's been a lot of talk about who's going to light the torch the last game oh yeah so here's my question okay who did it last year for the last home game? I when we when we thought last year yeah. I, 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 I feel I like it was Lee, one, Lincoln Kennedy or... well one of my kids asked me Marshall well, was it? It was Marshawn. I think it was Mark because remember he lit his blunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you not see that? No, I've not seen that. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, he had his uh, he had his cigar, and yeah, and he was where the torch was, and he was holding it up on the thing. Okay, I'm, I'm so, pretty sure that was it. Chat room will know. So yeah, they did. Somebody just ch- yeah, chimed in there. Okay, Marshawn. so was had it been decided by that point that they were coming back? Or was that supposed to be the last game ever? I don't remember that's, the time. That's one I don't of remember. My, one of my kids asked me that. And, and he said, who's going to be the last one to, to light the torch? And, you know, we had talked about Madden and all the players, blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't remember us having this conversation last year. I don't think so. I felt like it was later on that we that they announced it was going to be the – no, it was after because, remember, there was all that – Talk about Birmingham, and there was all the talk right, about Arizona. Right, 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 right. That was all way that after. Was, that was in the summer. So yeah. it had been decided early on, or early enough on, that Marshawn would be the last one to light that. Yes. Okay, so I guess I don't remember all, I don't remember all this hype for that. Was it because we stunk so bad last year? Uh, uh, you no, know, it was did, because it was. There it is right there. There's Marshawn. Lightning on the on the tour. isn't that hilarious? I love That's that. He's so funny. Most- I just uh, yeah, I, I I just don't remember. I, yeah, we I talked about it. It was but kind I, but of a I thing. I don't remember this much hype for non Raiders fans to be asking the question. Well, I think because you know? this is like the final final. Like we kind of knew it, but um, there was still like some question. Like this time though, it's not Allegiant Stadium is going to be done in like a few months. So like, no, I don't think there's any question at all. At least the exterior of it, according to Scott Winter, who's very reputable on this stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Darth I, I, Vader Raider says that Charles Charles Woodson should light it. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, oh, I yeah. hate his I hate his seven year you know weekend in in Green Bay. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, he's he represents Oakland very very well, and 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 so now I think that would be a good one. Sure. All right, let's go. Let's move on from this. Uh, I think Kevin the Raider nerd's got a little bit to tell us about Derek Carr, uh, but I wanted to feature him and also Rico in this segment before we move on to the Chiefs game. Hello, Raider fans of radio, Mosh, Murph, Swaggy J, Capo, and the rest of the made men and our made women. Uh, this is Kevin, the Raider nerd. Uh, I want to give you guys an edition of Raiders, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start with the good. Uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, in two weeks, heading up to Oakland to see uh, our Raiders play Jacksonville in what is going to be not only the last Raider game in Oakland, but also the last tailgate 
the last gathering uh, of all these fans uh, with a wonderful tr- tradition over the years, and I'm really excited to be part of that. Uh, also in the good, I want to talk about the um, RFR League of Record, the fantasy football team. I've been having a lot of fun there. Uh, forgive me if uh, there's already been an update in the show, but I just wanted to shout out uh, the playoffs here. Uh, of course, we've got Techno Bowl Raiders and Scottish Raiders having a bye because uh, they're doing really, really well. Uh, myself and Rough Raiders are going up against each other in the playoffs, along with Gruden Grinders and Capo, uh, followed by uh, the rest of you per- participation winners, uh, Tida Raider, Royale with Cheese, Metcalf Bumbled, and Swanky J. Uh, I just had a blast uh, in this uh, league, and I hope that we get to do it again next year. So uh, please make that happen. Uh, let's talk about the bad. Well, the Raiders over the last two weeks, uh, it's just been horrible to watch. Um, it's, it's also been, it's, it's also been very, um, emotional in a way that it, it, it almost makes me ashamed of this team and the way that they're uh, not coming together. Uh, but when it comes down to it, it's all about the bad and that's Derek Carr. Um, I know, uh, and I'm sure he's going to be a hot topic on this show. But, my uh, head, bro. For the first time in my Raider fandom, with uh, Carr being our quarterback, I've I've been a defender of Carr all this time, and with under this new regime, I, I have been defending him all this time. But for the first time in my Raider fandom, with him as our quarterback, I'm actually starting to doubt. Um, if he is the future of our team. Uh, and this is coming from Fair. me, Mr. Positive. Yep. And so, you know, when you look at him, it's more about the eye test, not necessarily the stats. You know, good quarterbacks, no matter how decimated their receiver core is or whatever, uh, which the Raiders have been doing everything that they can to bring players in, even off the street, to f- fill warm spots on the roster here. I'm just not seeing things from Raider Carr <laughs> Our, our Raider quarterback car pull these things together like good elite quarterbacks do. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers, his his receiving core was hurt for a while, and he's still able to become he's still able to be a winning winning quarterback. And I'm just not seeing that. It's frustrating. Uh, anyway, I love you guys, uh, and uh, I'll be in touch, and I'll give you an update next week. Bye. All right, appreciate it, Kevin, the Raider nerd. And yeah, I think that's ultimately the message is that it's just starting to waver a little bit, and that historically has not been. Uh, a, a trait for those of us that have kind of, you know, been in the middle. Again, you're not a stan, as the kids say. You're not a hater, but you're just kind of in the middle. You're a Raider fan. Like, we're Raider, we're team fans, and uh, so we support our quarterback, but uh, there's been a little bit of wavering uh, at this point. All right, we're running a sh- little bit short on time, so I'm going to bounce into the next uh, message that I wanted to play in this segment because I think these are valid, and I didn't want to uh, uh, I didn't want to exclude anybody in the, in the in the final eight calls, so I just went ahead and, and lumped it in here, and so let's hear from our, our buddy in the Canary Islands, and that is Raider Born Rico. Hey guys, it's Rico here. So first of all, I want to pay all my respect to uh, George Atkinson, great man, strong man. I got the chance, the privilege to meet him in London. I'm sorry for your loss, man. I hope your son is resting in peace with your other son. Then I want to congratulate Josh Jacobs. You are the man, M-A-N. Raider Nation, if you want a jersey, uh, number 28 is the number to wear on your chest right now. And then I want to speak with Derek Carr. Listen, man, I I speak with you because you're in charge. Uh, I don't care about this game, okay? Uh, It made me really pissed off, uh, made me angry, uh, law of flags, receiver wearing open, mm, playbooks absolutely too predictable, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Listen, I care about the attitude you had. 
on the football field. We can lose 50 to 0, but you got to try to die for it, man. That look is not a Raider look. We don't want scary little lambs in our football team. I don't know what you have. Google it about the Raider uh, organization, the Raiders history, the Raider mistake, but you Google it wrong for sure. Because if you want to be a Raider, and that's why, uh, listen, man, I'm, I'm the one that always apologize you. I'm the one we, who always been loyal to you. And what I appreciate the most of you, out of you, is your loyalty, the, the fact that you want to yes. be a Raider for life. Come on. And that's what I respect. But listen, we we don't want Raiders like that. So you got to to be angry. Bring some hate. Uh, scream to, to Froggy Mahomes. Yeah. Do something, man. Invent something. Uh, uh, put, put your testicle in it. But <laughs> don't look like that, man. Because... Because now I know the look of a Raider. So I'm telling you, I said it to all the haters. Also, in, in a kind of your defense, uh, last week, it was more, more, more complex, but it was also in a kind of your, uh, your defense. Uh, what about this Sunday? This Sunday, you wake up and you check yourself in the mirror. And if you don't see a true Raider, well, you know what you do. But instead, if you see a true Raider, well, you got another chance to take this team by the hand and bring it to the playoffs and show everyone you Come got on. the guts to finish the job. With all that say, love you guys, and I'm out. You know, I, I, I love it, man. I wrote it down the second he said it when Rico hit him with little lamb. I oh like, my gosh! I know, Come right? on, Rico. Yeah, I just need that. I just need like a like about forty five seconds of little lamb, little <laughs> lamb, little lamb, little lamb. <laughs> I'd be happier than oh, never mind. Oh my gosh, Rico, you're the bomb, dude. We freaking love Rico, and yeah, hide your ladies when Rico is in the room. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, man, he is uh he is a smooth man. All right, so uh, all right, so let's finish this thing out. Let's finish it light. Let's move on from this stupid Chiefs game. Let's all pretend like it. Well, we can't pretend like it didn't happen, but we're going to pretend like it didn't happen until the season's over, at least. We're going to move on. We're on to Tennessee as, uh, uh, well, no, Belichick didn't say that. He said on to Cincinnati, but we are on to the next thing. All right, so let's end this out with something funny. Mosh, there's a guy named Bob Maneri on the socials. Do you know who Bob Maneri is? He's on the socials? He's on the socials. I don't know him. Jeff, do I know him? I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> okay. If Swaggy hasn't sent me something to him for to read, I don't know him. So Bob, you're fixing to look him up though. You're, yeah, oh my okay. gosh! Show okay. me how to get so to Google. Bob Maneri. <laughs> it's it's at Bob M E N E R Y. He's hilarious. Okay, so he does all kinds of fake uh, announcer broadcasts. So he'll take a moment in a game, and then he'll do this like really funny, like vulgar yeah. voiceover to go over the top of it. And so this week, Daniel Carlson's kick that somehow like went, I don't know, at like a 45 degree angle off of his. I didn't even know you could kick a football that way. Like Daniel Carlson, we love you. Just like we love Derek Carr. We love all you Raiders. I don't know how you did this. I don't know. I don't know. how. You know, the coolest thing about that. What's that? Missed the net. And yes. Somebody <laughs> got a long shot. Somebody, somebody got, got a, a souvenir. Souvenir, man. <laughs> 
So yeah, he shanked this thing so bad. Someone got a souvenir. So so Bob Maneri does his voiceover. Now I've bleeped it. His stuff on Twitter and all that. It doesn't get bleeped, but I had to bleep it to feature it on the show. But but much props to him because this guy's freaking hilarious. So here's <laughs> here's the Daniel Carlson kick as announced by Bob Maneri. And to prevent John Gruden from having a massive heart attack, well, we better keep an eye on him. That's not even fucking close. And judging by Gruden's facial reaction, he's either disgusted or he has a massive hemorrhoid hanging up there deep inside of his asshole. We've only seen this kick twice in the history of mankind. This was the first one. Yanked into this guy's And then the other one was a fucking Madden glitch. Oakland is in big, big trouble. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my god, the other one was some Madden glitch. Oh my god, and the so best, funny. the best in the, the video of it. The audio is hilarious, but the video of it shows this. <laughs> it shows this. These people are lining up for like this, like a like a punt, pass, and kick kind of competition. Oh. And there's a bunch of people watching, and so he goes, <laughs> he just kicks it straight to this guy's junk. <laughs> and Bob goes, I mean, play that again. It's so funny. We've only seen this kick twice in the history of mankind. This was the first one. Yanked into this guy's <laughs> and then the other one was a fucking Madden glitch. <laughs> Oakland is in big, big trouble. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, yes, you're right. You're right, Swag. I am gonna look this guy up. Well, yeah, oh, it's so damn funny. All right, Mosh, let's go to the Titans game. What's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on, on Raiders Fan Radio. Radio. Yes. <laughs> Is our video up? Okay, so, so, so. <laughs> Sorry, so. So the tight so the Titans game. Uh let's talk about it. Uh Mojo called this the uh the swag bowl. Oh nice. nice. The swag bowl because it's 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 old Titan Jeff versus new swag Jeff. Nice. So so yeah, so so it's a it's a big game. You know, we talked about last week that that this game was uh was the biggest game in Derek Carr's career. And uh and now you can argue that this game is the biggest game of Derek Carr's career. I think And the so. biggest game for the Raiders all season long. Absolutely. Because, because there's four teams right now fighting for the last wild card spot. You got because you got the the Bills at nine and three, and they're running away with the first spot, obviously. And so then you got so you got the Steelers, the Titans, the Colts, and the Raiders. And this game would be huge. This game is huge, and so so we have a little group text that we have going on. Oh, th- there you go. That that's from uh, Kevin the Raider nerd, right? Yeah, my, he asked me to use the lens wipes in the chat. Well, so yeah. Using, thanks, Kevin. Absolutely. So uh, so yeah. So so we have a little group text going on, and they were obviously everyone was asking me about it as a former as a former Titans fan, current and forever Raider fan. Uh, they were all asking me about it. Said so so the Swag Bowl. Well, what what's gonna happen? 
And I said, yeah, I said, I don't know. It's, it's just a little different for me. This game is kind of like when you and your new girlfriend are out and you run into your ex <laughs> and she starts oh. talking and she starts talking crap to you and you think in your head, why did I ever date you? All you did was let me down and made me mad. So, you know, take you, you my say, money. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, Twice. You, and, yeah. <laughs> so you see him, you see him and you think, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm not with them. It really doesn't matter. But you really don't want to see him happy either. And, you know, and really all you really want to do is see your new girlfriend kick your ex's ass. <laughs> oh, there you go. And so that's that's kind of how I feel about this. So so it's a huge game. It is a huge game. It really is truly uh, the last chance for the season. I mean, the Raiders uh, are now sitting at six and six. And so we have four games left. The Titans are the, the toughest game, arguably, of these yes. last four. Uh, division games are never easy. But considering we have a home game in L.A. Uh, and, and, and then, of course, the Broncos, where we've always – seem to have uh, played well you know there's a, there's a shot man and we got a really good look at, at running off four games here but it's got to start here right so i think there, there's a lot of um good storylines on this and, and 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 it really is a chance uh for the raiders to salvage their season and again you know there's only two more oakland games left like let like let that sink in we got two games left in oakland wow. man and uh and this is obviously one of them and you know I just, I, it would it'd be really nice to see the Raiders uh, beat the Titans. So in terms of um, a preview, I have, I have a preview to play here. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I want to make a, a, a point about it and then throw it to Mosh. Uh, in terms of gameplay, you know, I think it really boils down to, I mean, not to pick at it, but Derek Carr's ability to play against the Titans secondary. The Titans have a legit secondary. Kevin Bayard, MTSU represent right here. Uh, Kevin Bayard is, is amazing. He's a baller. He's a baller safety. Uh, Dory Jackson is no joke. Logan Ryan is no joke. Kenny Vaccaro. Like these, they have a really good secondary in terms of stats. Their pass defense isn't as strong as like what their rush defense is, but I mean, they're going to challenge Derek and we need Ty Williams to step up. We still don't have Hunter Renfro. Trevor, Trevor Davis is gone. So who are we looking at as our, as our number two, who's going to be our number three. What's Darren Wall? How does he fit into that? There's a lot to be said there for how the Titans uh, secondary competes against our offense. And it's a lot of it's going to boil down to Derek and, of course, how we run the ball with Josh Jacobs. A lot more that's, of that that's coming up. That's where I'm going. Okay, that's let, exactly where I was going. You go. want me to do it after that? Uh, no, let me hear I you just, first. I, just, I think, I think our, our bread and butter this Sunday is going to be our run game. Yes. And, and not taking anything away from Derek. But uh, I, I think I think our coaching staff is good enough that they're going to make adjustments. They're going to they're going to prep for this like I'm sure they prepped last week. But we got shut down. Uh, I wish you would have played that clip of the 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 Kansas City player who was talking about how we, they were stealing the calls and all that stuff. Uh, oh, what Jeff was talking about? Yeah, earlier? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I I I think I think they're going to take that into account. But I we have got to develop our run game if if we're gonna play if we're gonna continue you know to 100% go with the west coast offense then we've got to do it in its in its entirety and it's in its Preach. the way it was designed we've got to run that ball on that first down and speaking of running the ball we got to be able to stop yes. Derek Henry and and we can we can't. We're not bad I against mean, the run. We, I mean, we've we've beat bigger odds. We we shut out you know who in Chicago. Yes. You know, I'm I mean in in London when we played Chicago. Yeah. You know, uh, so we can do this. 
we just we 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 got to be there. We got to all be on the same damn page and, and and have the same damn playbook and and just be. Uh, Rico would say, oh, "We just have to be of one mind." Oh, you know what I'm saying? Nice, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, absolutely, nice absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we uh, Carr has owned the Titans. Carr's on. We've oh seen gosh. it three we've, times. We've yes. seen it live three times in a row. Uh, you know, I, this is the first time I'm on the good side. Yeah, you are. The first time I'm on the good side. Heck but yeah. but Carr really has owned the Titans. Now, so the, we, so we do have that going for us. Now the counter of that though is that Tannehill is on the Raiders. Because now, okay, right, 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 right. yeah, and he's and he's hot right now. And he's hot right now. And he's hot right now. Absolutely. So so yeah. So we need the Condor to come oh. in and get all up in his grill. Ah. Okay, right, Max. Right, right. So uh, that would be that's a that's a great point. And you know, if we beat the Titans, we get so Swag and I were breaking it down earlier. So there are four teams essentially competing for the last wild card spot. Yes. Because as he said earlier, Buffalo's at nine and three. They're untouchable. They're a shoe in. They're a shoe in for the first wild card spot. So that's why it sucked losing to Kansas City because now we're out of the division race. So now we're forced into the wild card playoff. So there are the Raiders at six and six. There are the Colts at six and six. There are the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven and five, and the Titans at seven and five. Yes. If we can manage a win against the Titans, we will now have tiebreakers against two of the final three teams outside nice, of us. Nice. So it's a big damn deal. So yes. let's get this crap handled, Raiders. Let's go out there and whip their ass. All right. So let's hear this. Uh, this is about two minutes and two and a half minutes. Uh, Raiders Titans preview. Uh, this is awesome stuff, man. Breaks down the game uh, and and what we had to look forward to this week. We normally don't do big previews like this but considering the importance of this game i thought it was uh, relevant let's make the long journey west this week all the way to oakland for a battle between two teams that still have a shot at the postseason predictions are percolating but first let's serve up a few key stats tennessee's motto these days should be if it ain't broke don't fix it look at him go stiffens he's a sledgehammer he's in derrick henry's latest big game put him over 1100 yards for the season already and he's now surpassed his season total from his breakout performance from last year his latest performance marks the third straight game he's rushed for over 145 yards and it was his fourth 100 yard game the titans 4-0 in those contests now, as rough as the Raiders' D was last week, it wasn't the ground game that did them in. They held KC to 3.3 yards a carry, right, 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 and they right. played there the run go, fairly well yeah. this year. Call them just above average, so it won't be necessarily a walk in the park for Henry. But it might be for Ryan Tannehill, because Oakland's weakest unit overall has been its secondary. They actually didn't play too bad against Patrick Mahomes last week, but are still bottom dwellers in passer rating allowed, yards per game allowed, rating allowed, and yards per attempt allowed. And speaking of captain career revival, Tannehill remained as hot as ever last week. Going deep, and he's got him! It's a touchdown! The thing with Tannehill has been how efficient and consistent he's been. Over 70% completion rate and a passer rating over 109 in five of his six starts. His counterpart, however, cannot say the same. Passing week, and here we go! The deep hits with the steal and the run back! Derek Carr had another stinker last week. Two picks against one TD pass, and for a second game in a row, had a passer rating under 72. 
This after stringing together eight straight games with a rating of 96 or better. The Titans have been very middle of the pack in most defensive passing categories, though they more than held their own against Jacoby Brissett last week. Their run D, though, is slightly above average, their latest performance cutting their yards per carry figure down to 3.9. That's important because just as Tennessee's biggest weapon on offense is a running back, so is Oakland's. Josh Jacobs has now passed 1,000 yards for his rookie season, picking up his fifth 100-yard game of the season. The problem is the Raiders are only 3-2 and two in those games, showing he needs others to step up. Will they do it this week and keep their playoff window cracked just enough? Or are the Titans the squad that's going to push its way past everyone in front of them to make it in? Let's have those predictions already. All right, there we go. Great stuff there. Appreciate that preview. And uh, yeah, man, great breakdown. Kind of mirrors a lot of what we already had to say, yes. so we won't build on that anymore. Uh, but let's end this uh, the preview segment, Mosh, with this. Rich Eisen, our good friend of the show. Yeah. Longtime friend and of the show. And he's a fan of you. You know, we've had our we've had our moments. Oh, my 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 buddy Murph. He's not just consistent; he's a man of his word. Thank you, nice. Rich. Appreciate you, Rich Eisen. Appreciate Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo and the entire crew over there at the Rich Eisen Show. We uh, we I would say they're peers, but they're like for real, and we do this for pretend in my bonus room. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's <laughs> let's hear from Rich about the Raiders as they close out their season. Okay, I'm gonna die on this hill. <laughs> uh oh! Don't sleep on the Oakland Raiders. Come on, Rich. Still. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on them yet. And it's odd to say that about a team that has lost their last two games uh, by a combined score of 74 to 12 uh, with a quarterback who has fallen off a cliff and cannot get up. Derek Carr, uh, last six, last two weeks, has completed 61% of his passes for a mere 349 passing yards, a touchdown, three interceptions, and that's not even that's not even telling you about how inefficient it is. A pick six and two straight. He didn't even throw in any interceptions return for a touchdown in the first 11 weeks. It's all falling apart. And here come the Titans this Sunday, and the Titans have a hotter quarterback, a much better quarterback play, a much more efficient running game. It's just all Josh Jacobs, but he can carry the team. Uh, Waller has totally disappeared. All that said, if the Raiders win this game, they would now have a back pocket tie break against the Colts and the Titans, okay, and the Oakland Raiders would then finish up the season uh, with a home game against Jacksonville. By the way, Gardner Minshew in the black hole, I'm all in for that. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they're at the Los Angeles Chargers where the Raider fans will basically have the home field advantage yep. based on the way we've seen how Chargers home games played out. And then they're at Denver. Don't sleep on them. That's all I'm saying which is a very easy way out of not truly <laughs> saying they're going to make the playoffs. As I said, they would as a 10-6 and six team. They'd have to win out They'd for that to, to happen. Out, yeah. Just don't sleep on the Raiders just yet. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is!
All right, Raider Nation. So one of our favorite parts of the show is, of course, the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where we hear from you, Raider Nation. We hear from you via email or via voicemail. Uh, if you email the show an indefinite amount of times at show at RaidersFanRadio.com, we, uh, we will call you a made man or a made woman. Or also, if you call the show and get your message played three times at 909-345-3346, uh, then we will also uh, give you the title of made man or made woman. And that's how you get made here on Raiders Fan Radio. So normally, I toss it straight to Uncle Mosh. Uh, to kick off the email segment, or sometimes over to Swag Jeff to kick off the email segment. But, you know, we got a lot of emails tonight. We got some really long emails tonight, so I'm going to jump in and help out. Okay, so we have these really, 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 really long emails that Swag and Uncle Mosh are going to read. And I'm going to help them by reading the one that has two lines. So, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, Vinny, and Raider Nation. My mom always told me if I couldn't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Thanks, Frank from NorCal. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. So there you go. There's my contribution to the wow, email segment tonight. Thank you so much, Mark. Yeah, you're very welcome. And thank you, Frank from NorCal. All right. Do you guys want to trade blows tonight, Mosh? You want to start? Mosh, you, wanna... you started off, Mosh. All right, then let's swag. Oh, go ahead and kick us off. You've got your well, I'm good, Okay, bro. I'm Ma- good. Okay. So, Murph, Mosh, little Murph, two syllable Jeff, Q Dog, Maiden Man, Vinny, and Nation. Man, what a couple of weeks, huh? We went for a three-game winning streak to two consecutive losses and bad losses at that. I almost did not get to send this email as I had to get a chest x-ray. The x-ray showed I got a broken heart. The past two games were really bad, but last week's loss to the Chiefs was an absolute heartbreaker. Now, I always watch each week when the Murphs Fan Cave has their episodes, though Maybe not always live, but and I listened to Rico's take on the fans rushing to judgment of Carr. Then I watched Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and I heard what Murph said in regards to Carr. At risk of Rico's ire of the same, uh, of the some of the nation's hatred, I've been looking cautiously at Carr since 2017. Nothing I can say will or should sway any fan from their position. So I sent some information. Now, I know that you do not do math, but are okay with numbers. So here are a few quarterbacks from around the league's records. Why does he got to put this guy first? Ryan Tannehill. I know, right? 47 and 47 career. Andy Dalton. 69, 58, and 2 career. Joe Flacco. 98. <laughs> Joe Flunko? <laughs> Joe Flunko? You, you thought I was going there. Oh, yeah. Joe Ma- Palo? Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on one of our text messages, Marshall, one, one night he was. I was I had partaken a little bit. And he started, Joe, Joe Fardo? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you Joe, have that? I oh went, my gosh, I it's amazing. Crazy. There were some K's used. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 98 and 73. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 53 and 81. Marcus, 29 and 32. <laughs> Cousins, 42, 40, and 2. So here's my quick question. Okay. Andy Dalton and Cousins both have two ties. Was it against each other? That's a good question. I don't think so. No, I feel like it was Cleveland. I feel like Cincinnati and Cleveland tied or Pittsburgh. It was like a division thing. Okay. Yeah. Bortles, 24 and 49, career. Winston, 26 and 40, career. Derek, 38 <laughs> 
Now, every quarterback, <laughs> above with the exception of Carr, okay. has either been released, traded, or benched. The reasons are simple. They are all not just producing at a level the NFL team would expect. Other teams have seen the QBs struggle and have moved on in one way or another. I see no reason why Carr should be given any exception. $22.5 million. Uh, he just has not gotten it done. Good quarterbacks with lack of team talent can carry a team to 7-9 and nine or 9-7, nine and 9-7, seven, 9-7, nine and, seven, nine and seven, q dog. Average ones with lack of team talent got the above-mentioned records. Early in the season, just like last year, he was not extending plays, throwing with anticipation, or throwing guys open. Then he started doing that for several weeks in a row, and the offense was producing. Now it seems we are back to square one. This is why I was upset when they traded old number 89. It was not 89's fault. He would go games without catches. Carr just was not looking downfield. See, I don't believe all that. Uh, I, I wouldn't buy that. Anyway. Lose, lose me a little bit there, yeah. yeah. See Tyrell Williams this year. It is the exact same scenario. A few drops, but outside that, no targets. When the play breaks down, he grasses, passes, or throws away. He is not willing to adjust when the play is not there consistently. Two games, guys. Years go back. Uh, years go uh, Wow. All of a sudden, I became you, Swag. <laughs> Uh, years ago, back in 1997 or earlier, the Raiders brought in Jeff George. I was excited as this guy was an early draft pick of the Colts. Then after Gruden got there, he got rid of him with a journeyman QB by the name of, all of you, Gannon. Yeah. Gannon did not nice. always do what the coaches wanted, and he produced as did our uh, beloved Raiders. That is exactly what Carr is missing, the ability to actually play the game and adjust when needed. This the the will to keep the play alive and his teammates did not <coughs> excuse me did not look happy in the Chiefs loss anyway sorry for the long email and the questioning nature of our QB even at Rico's ire uh, <laughs> nice I would hope to be live in the chat this Wednesday thanks as always and love to hear your thoughts Jesse in Kentucky AKA the Refrigerator Raider. Nice. nice. Good job, Jesse. Appreciate the uh, the emails there, as always, at his show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, yeah, Jesse is in the chat. And speaking of the chat, Swago, before that email, shout him out. Yeah, we got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. It is what it is. Uh, Doug Thomas, Raider Born Rico, Patch, Ron the Mater Raider, Sugar Shane, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Mike Lee, Darth Vader Raider, the Big Easy Pirate 1975. And speaking of Pirate 1975, I oh, have an email. Hey, all right. And we're going to try to read this without stumbling through. Uh, so, so steps for the Raiders. <laughs> steps the Raiders. Wow. <laughs> good start. <laughs> Off to a hot start there, Swaggle. Yeah, good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, steps the Raiders need to make to make things Slow down, right. Just- <laughs> you're killing me. I was off to a good start. No, you're just take a breath. Hang on a second. Hang on a second, Joe. Okay, let me go ahead. This okay. is riveting. Okay. <laughs> Steps the Raiders need there to make go. to make things right immediately. Let's give Jeff some words of affirmation, Josh. Oh, that was so nice, Jeffrey. Thank you. Look, you. you look One very, sentence in. You, I'm look, really, you look really good. And that, you're all white. Jerseys. I really do. That white jersey is slimming. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he got to go there? Why does he always got to go there? Don't act like you didn't do it about 30 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, but I'm one of your people. Well, how yeah. come you're not giving him <laughs> a Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can how, do that. How come you're not giving him a bad time by wearing his hat backwards? Uh, Are you playing catcher next week, Jeff? <laughs> Earlier oh before gosh. I got here. <laughs> anyway, here we go. 
You're killing me. You're freaking killing me. Steps the Raiders need to make to make things right immediately. Number one, fire John Gruden and his entire staff. Oh, yeah. Number two, oh, trade Derek Carr to yeah. the Dolphins for the number one overall pick. There you go. Number three, offer Antonio Brown $200 million guaranteed to come back. Nice. Number four, get Khalil Mack back. Yes. Number five, offer Colin Kaepernick the starting quarterback <laughs> position. Yeah. I actually read all of these in various chats on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Fire everyone immediately. Start over again. I mean, Carr has obviously no excuses to keep his job since we acquired the future Hall of Famer, Tyrell Williams. Just <laughs> blow it all up, sell the stadium in Vegas, and join the XFL. <laughs> Stop. Oh, okay, seriously now. I'm sitting there Sunday watching us get shellacked, thinking we fans are asking way too much of this team. We have gotten thrown into the lion cage Sunday, wearing only a loincloth with a stick off a dead tree. Sure, I too was hoping to see Murph finally rap, but I knew after that second interception, we weren't being played with like a cat plays with a doom mouse. Uh, the Chiefs weren't playing hard. They were just having fun. Maybe we got a lot of young fans or just fans void of brain matter. But I remember <laughs> but I remember a time where you didn't even want to watch. You watched this team through your hand, and that's all you had to do. And that's after you chewed all your fingernails off. <laughs> yeah. Truth is, we're still a much improved team from that time. Yep. We're six that's and true. six. The Chiefs game was not our Super Bowl. If you make it to the Super Bowl, it means you're evenly matched with another good team. We have no business being in the top one one to four playoff spots. The Chiefs game was a complete was a complete team facing a halfway there team. Now, to all the car haters and Gruden firers, <laughs> we're still rebuilding. Yeah. To the to the fans who still want to get crushed on national TV again and fire everyone the next day, the upcoming game is your Super Bowl. Beat the Titans and finish better than the Steelers, and you can watch us limp into the playoffs as a sixth seed. Maybe Deshaun Watson will miss his flight, or Lamar Jackson will step on a Lego the morning of the game. Come on, guys. Listen, my point is, be positive that we are all... Uh, that we are what we are and where we are at this point. If we happen to secure a wild card spot, cool. If not, that's cool too. We got a draft to go to, guys. Till then, just have fun with it while enjoying your favorite adult beverage. Be a Raider fan and please chill on the pink slips. The oh, greatness nice. of the Raiders is in its future. Pirate 1975. Wow. Well done. Good nice. job. Nice. That was killer. Good job. That was uh, killer. That is awesome, man. Uh, great, great email. So funny. So funny. Appreciate the point. Very salient, as the kids say, Mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do the kids say salient? I don't even know what that means. I've no. never heard that word ever. Really? Sicilian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our family. Yeah, no, salient points. Okay. Is that yeah. a math thing? No, like if it's salient, it means like it's very like like tangible, like real. Yeah, 
So we got another email. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are killing me. Evening, fellas. Before I say my piece this week, I'd like to add my condolences to George Atkinson and family after their terrible news. It puts everything in about, uh, I'm about to write into perspective. Best wishes to all concerned. Thank you for that. Okay. On to last Sunday. I'd like to make it clear that I stand shoulder to shoulder with Uncle Mosh in our hatred of all things KC. From their... <laughs> their plastic attempt at fandom to their smug-looking Muppet of a quarterback, all of which makes last Sunday even harder to take. That said, let's be honest. They're a well-coached, good football team, and anybody that wants to compete against them has to be on it from kickoff to that final tick on the clock. We're our own worst enemy at, the min- at this minute from penalties to the lack of gameplay flexibility. You can't beat the os- opposition if you keep beating yourselves, our scheme works well. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? <laughs> there was there was the chat room and you and me just equally went, hey, now. <laughs> Swago sit over there confused, but yeah, okay. Our scheme works well if we start games positively but we can't get our rhythm it's un- it's predictable and doesn't cause the opposition enough headaches there has to be a plan b sunday was really disappointing our hopes have been lifted despite the jets game and there was a chance for us there's a way to lose games and still be positive at that <laughs> and that certainly wasn't it which brings me to dc I read and heard a lot of negative comments over the last few days and it's getting harder to defend him from a lot of that criticism he has to start taking more responsibility and stop hiding behind others. He's a six-year veteran now, and we know how tough it's been for him with all the changes in personnel. But that's not what's causing his issues at this precise moment. He looks devoid of confidence when we need him to be there. To be the hero, he looks nervous and frantic at times. The young guys are looking at him to be the leader, and he's, and he's not living up to that. You called, you Murph, you called it 100% on Monday night. He's... Uh, he's the perfect company man at present, and we need him to be more of a maverick. He needs to wake up to the fact that he's fighting for his place now, and for one hope, he does not be... And I, for one, excuse me, and I, for one, hope he does not, because I don't want to see him run out of town. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Just supposing we get to the end of the year, and Coach Gruden and Mike Mayock decide we're going into the draft or we're going to trade for a QB. Who's to say we'll look for a player like Lamar Jackson or Kermit, as some critics would have us believe? Doesn't it seem more likely that we'd go for a QB that fits our current system? I can't see Coach Gruden having a radical change of system over the summer. Anyway, we got four games left, all winnable, which would give us a chance of finishing the season in a positive way, which is vital for our mindset going into next season and critical if D.C. is still to be at the wheel of the ship. One Sunday's defeat is taking a little longer to take off, to shake off, but by the time I've listened to the podcast, I'll be ready to go again. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, yes. Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and two-time winner of the Raiders fan Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. Appreciate the email. Great job there. Great job, Swag and Uncle Mosh, on reading those emails. Appreciate you guys. And, you know, we're starting to run a little short on time, so I want to get to the emails and jump in, or the uh, voicemails and jump in there. But just to answer his question, I mean, John Gruden was also in love with Kyler Murray. So I don't think that he's 
absolutely beholden to his system and finding someone like Burrow or Justin Herbert or whoever sure. to, to fit into that. And there are a plethora of quarterbacks. Well, yeah, we, look, we looked at it, and, it, I mean, Jalen Hurts is ranked like the 18th best quarterback coming out of this draft or something bananas. like that. bananas. Which is insane. So, I mean, you know, I mean, a third-round pick could, you know. And the Raiders have three third-round picks, two first-round picks. Yes. So we essentially could draft – uh, a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver, uh, a, a, a defensive back, and uh, in, in the first round, and then the third round, pick up a late quarterback. Like, sure. someone just to develop and play behind Derek for a sure, year Sure, why not? Like, absolutely, it's, it's entirely possible. So, all right, let's, uh, let's go to the voicemails. We always kick off the voicemail segment with our capo. He's the captain, and uh, he is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, it's your capo, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Um... Murph, Mosh, Sonny, Little Murph, um, Swag J, all the made men nation. So we're at a crossroads. Um, we got a peek behind the curtain. Uh, we've hoped, we've aspired, we've wished upon a star, but it's just not going to happen. We've come to the realization that number four may not be who we need to have leading us to the promised land. Now, we're getting ready to move to Las Vegas, and the stakes are high. Um, the team has gone all in. We've made some fine acquisitions, but uh, it's a somber day. Um, how many games do we have to sit here and watch? And I am a car fan, but I am a realist. And more importantly, I'm a Raider fan. Um, we belong to the greatest fan base for the greatest team in the history of modern sports. Come on. We have the best fan base, the most loyal fan base, who get the least run emotional return on our investment. Um, it's time to look elsewhere. The age of the mobile quarterback is here. I don't know if you guys want to accept the fact, but if you look um, Seattle, you see what's going on in Baltimore. You see what's happening down in Houston. You see what's going on in Buffalo. Um, we need a dual-thread quarterback. Cam Newton, once he's healthy, he's going to be on the market. We take a flyer. We got this kid coming out of Oklahoma by way of Alabama. Jalen Hurts, we need to look at that. That's all I got. Everything's on the line this week. Everything is on the line this week. You can't blow it. Hit list, wherever that punk Davis was that we got from Green Bay. I'm out. Room. Oh, I, I like that he puts Trevor Davis on the hit list. And, yeah, Trevor Davis is now gone. Uh, yeah. Man, on that fourth and one. Oh, how did he miss that how hole? How do you miss that hole? Uh, 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 who's the guy? Uh, uh, Trent Richardson. Yes. Reminded me of Trent Richardson. Like, yes. Like, it's right there. Yes. Like, turn left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I he know. He should have turned like the punter, no, the, the kicker did. <laughs> If he could have cut at the angle of Daniel Carlson's kick, <laughs> then we'd still be driving for a touchdown. Yes. All right, let's hear from uh, – so here's our great eight for the night. Out of these eight calls and, of course, the emails that come in, uh, Uncle Mosh will uh, evaluate with his uh, very structured evaluation system and put it through the Uncle Moshinator and determine who this week's Sizzler Award winner is. And uh, so let's kick it off with our buddy Daniel Mangus. Raider Nation, Daniel Mangus, once again, calling from Fremont, California. Uh, I just want to put this in perspective. Uh, you know, the people that were jumping on the bandwagon right now, time to hop off. This party is only for the true diehards. It ain't over till we are mathematically out of it. So, in my eyes, we still have a chance to play us. Everything on. we want is still in front of us. We just have to go in there and handle our business. Just handle what's in front of us. Let the rest take care of itself. That's what everyone says. 
every single second that speaks to handle your business, take care of what you can control, let the rest take care of itself. We're going to finish the season out strong, and we're going to see how many wins we have at the end of the time. I'm so happy at this team. I'm very, very proud of my team. Oh, yeah, and uh, Swag Jeff, no jumping to the Titan bandwagon just because <laughs> no Titan, no jumping bandwagon. You're either a Raider for life or you're not. That's right. Fair Nation for life. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, it's it's Raiders for life, baby, from womb to the tomb. Well, I guess from from my first visit to Murph Fan Cave to the tomb. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, it took a few years. It took a few years. But yeah, but Actually, I think it only took about 20 seconds because I don't think you guys ever tried to recruit me. No, well, no we you, didn't. you know what it took? And this is why one of the reasons why your name is so apropos. It yeah. took me the idea of going, hey, Jeff, you want a hat? And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, well, well, yeah. You, you can't wear that hat and not be a fan. You're like, oh, I'll be a fan. I'll yeah. be a fan. <laughs> well, and you know, so it's funny. So we talk about that. So, so I've told some of my some of my friends in my personal life and, and people that I work with uh, about our show. Yeah. And they go, what are you a Raider fan for? And I used to say, well, I, I, I got a, a hat. podcast and I have a hat. <laughs> but now, with you guys here, I say, my family's Raiders. Oh, family. there we go. My family That's are Raiders. All about. My there family is a bunch of Raiders. There you go. Hey, hey Raider yeah. Nation is four. Oh, is it that way? Was, was this way? Mosh, we go four life. Is that, what, was that it? Let's see. Let me go to you. There you go. Four life. Four life. NWL and Raider Nation, four life. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, I think, Jack, this is your second call. I'm not good at counting. <laughs> I can't count to three, apparently. So uh, I think this is your second call. If it's your third, I'm sorry, and we'll get you your made man music. But I think this is your second call. This is Jack in PA. Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, this is Jack from PA. Hey, I uh, just wanted to call. Wish you guys all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I know my uh, voicemail won't be played till the following week, but I hope your Thanksgiving was fantastic. Hope you got a little food coma going on. Yeah. Uh, hope you didn't do. All right, wait a minute. Let's address the food coma that went on at your house, Uncle Mosh, on on the on the Thursday. Like I remember watching Josh Allen and going, "Man, this is a really fun football game to watch." Falling asleep for that chick that had the lampshade on her yeah, head, yeah, yeah, and then waking up to watch him win the game. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, you at one point got off the couch and went and got a sandwich. I never knew you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and you nice. weren't drinking. I, no, I wasn't. I think I, that was the only time I ever made a deviled egg sandwich in my life, and it was glorious. <laughs> I don't remember it, but it was amazing. I dreamt about it later. All right, here we go. Go too crazy on Black Friday and do all your crazy shopping then. Um, but I, I just wanted to say that um, I, I'm looking forward to the Chiefs game on Sunday. I, I, I don't know why, but I have a good feeling about it. I think jo Josh Jacobs is going to go off. I think he's gonna get he hundred that one. yards. He's gonna reach to uh, reach his thousand yard rookie uh, rookie record season. Um, Three times. I think, he, <laughs> I think we're gonna take the win. Believe it or not, uh, but we shall see. Also, I want to give a shout out to Chuck from the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. Uh, he hooked me up with a uh, a couple tickets to uh, a couple discounted tickets to the Jets. Raiders game, unfortunately, the Raiders got clobbered, and uh, it was a tough, tough loss. But there was one positive in this whole game. One being Max Crosby. He's been just, been just doing solid for the past, you know, six, seven weeks. 
Uh, I have great, great aspirations for this guy. But one other thing. So we were sitting up uh, in, like, section or section 330-something, uh, and there were a ton of Raiders fans in the section that we were at. Um, and right before the game started, or about, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes after the game started, we saw this Patrick Mahomes guy with his jersey on walking up walking up the stairs and the guy was harassing the whole Raiders section, you know, throwing his arms out and whatnot. And uh it was a little little wet out there. It was raining pretty much the whole time that the Raiders were playing and especially shortly after the game started it was raining. Well this guy's walking up the stairs and whoop oh he trips falling up the stairs and <laughs> our whole section of Raiders fans were just harassing him and belittling him for being such an idiot. Well, that's what you get for being a Chiefs fan and even more so a Patrick Mahomes fan. Uh, Mr. Uh, what is that? The, what's the frog guy's name? I don't even know the frog guy's name. From, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. The Sesame Street. It doesn't uh, Kermit. matter what Yeah, there we go. Kermit. Little Kermit man. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, I thought that was, it cracked me up. Anyhow, uh, again, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Hope we see our Raiders get that W on Sunday. All right, I will talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Bye. All right, good stuff there. We appreciate you, Jack, and PA. And I love that story about the Chiefs fan falling upstairs because that's a challenge in itself. And uh, the fact that he's wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey, I'm throwing out a challenge. Try to spot a Chiefs fan out there that's not wearing a Patrick Mahomes Send jersey. Send us a picture. Like, for real. Like, because yeah. Otis Taylor, Lenny Dawson, Derek Thomas, and, uh, Tony Gonzalez, apparently these guys didn't exist because apparently Chiefs fans only acknowledge right, right, right. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. which means you've been a Chiefs fan for about eight minutes. So congratulations to you guys. All right, next up, let's hear from Sugar Shane. Good evening, gentlemen. This is Sugar Shane calling from the great state of Texas. Uh, I just want to... Let you guys know I'm still alive after that game. Uh, that was a real stinker. Um, you know, I was looking in the, in the group text or, you know, our, our, uh, group message that, uh, I, I think the consensus is that maybe we should get rid of Carr. I just think if, if, if everything, if all the signs point to it, I think that's what we might do. Um, in I, time. I said this, I said this in, the, in the group that, um, we're, <laughs> I, I feel as fans, we're loyal to a fault that we grew up with this team. We've been this loyal with the team. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that's been so time consuming and has, and has, has brought us so many memories and has brought us so many, uh, heartbreaks and tons of emotion. If Mike and, and Gruden, if Mike Mayock and, and Gruden know what they're doing, if they want to succeed, I, I think it's time to move on. As much as I hate saying that, it pains me to say that. Because I like Carr. I do. He's a good guy. I think the ship has sailed on this pirate. We're forcing him to walk the plank, proverbial plank. So, anyways, fellas, have a good night. Shouts out to the chat room uh, and everybody listening on the download. So, all right, Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh, and Murph. I appreciate it. Raiders. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Appreciate you, Sugar Shane. And you know, I'm not again, we're not we're not entirely sold on the idea of selling out car. I think to trade him or to any of that kind of talk, I think that that's premature. We hope he's the guy and hopefully this thing plays out for us well. Uh, but you know, a little competition never hurt anybody. So we'll see Absolutely if we get to not. that point. Um, all right, so hey, someone we hadn't heard from him in a long time. Uh, one of the Swago and I were talking about a pre-show. 
I feel like he was in the top 10, like of first made men. Like, I think it might have even been a shorter list than that. Uh, and I'm talking about our buddy in San Diego, and it is Junior in San Diego. Hey, what's up, guys? Junior from San Diego here reporting in. First of all, what has Gruden been saying uh, all the time? We're building this team. We're building this team. So Come I kind of put that in my mindset every time we lose like this. But first of all, Wizard of Oz. I mean, came in with uh, taking the 27 Molina interception away. Come on, what was that about? <laughs> anyway, horrible loss, but we're building this team for Vegas, so we just got to sit tight. And, uh, I mean, Gruden's gave us a lot of wins at home, pretty much, you know, for the Oakland fans up there. But uh, the last time it was here, two seasons were, were at a loss, and then after that, playoff bound. So we just got to sit tight, enjoy it. And not get too too hard on Carr and all the other players because everybody's young and they're they're getting they're getting the jailing in right now. So for the future, all right, guys, my child's gonna come in the room right now. So I'll leave you with that. Go Raiders and uh, have a great day. Have a great night. Bye. Awesome to hear from nice, Junior. Junior, San Diego. yeah. I was hoping he said it, if my child's getting ready to walk in, I was hoping to hear like a daddy or something all right, like. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping to hear that we listened to it at the end there to see if he played it. But, hey, I, the babies are always welcome on Raiders Fan Radio, man. This is a family thing for real, man. So so play them. And uh, appreciate Junior in San Diego uh, calling and checking in with us. Uh, loyal listener to uh, Raiders Fan Radio. And I always love to hear from you. And that, you know, all the old school made men, like, there's, we hear from a lot of you. Uh, but there are some that we haven't heard from in a long time. And, and if you all are still, you know, checking in with us and listening to us, uh, please send us a message now and then or even a uh, just a, a quick email or message or whatever and uh, we will definitely acknowledge you on the air because uh, you all were the ones that really you know kind of built this foundation absolutely you know what I mean so we, and, we, and we love you for it so all right next up let's hear from our buddy Ruben in Vegas hey guys uh, Ruben in Vegas checking in uh, getting caught up on my YouTube stuff good to see uh, Murph you with the Mondays with Mike and Murph back uh, I don't know how long he has been off but watching the latest episode I guess uh, hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving, happy holidays and whatnot. Um, it's really quick on the game against the tomato, I mean, the ketchup and mustard people. <laughs> we didn't want it, man. I mean, all this cold weather, Derek Carr, statistic stuff. I mean, plain and simple, we had a chance to be uh, AFC West, the lead division tie, whatever you want to call it. But we just didn't want it, plain and simple. You know, we got outplayed, you know, and it's sad. But, oh, well, on to the next. Uh, we got Titans coming up, I believe. Uh, one of the last two in Oakland. Uh, hope we get that win, man. But I don't know. Tennessee Titans, uh, looking pretty tough, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty good with that Henry guy. But anyways, win, lose, or tie. Raiders till I got, till I die. Happy holidays, guys. You know, hope we get this win. Uh, Ruben, I'm out. Nice. Appreciate it, Ruben. Uh, Ruben in Vegas checking in. And, yeah, happy holidays back at you. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a, a, an amazing Thanksgiving. And uh, such a fun time of year, man. This is like, you know, here in, in Tennessee where we're at, you know, the weather turns a little cold. The football gets a little more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mosh, intense. Like, intense, right? Like whether it's college or pro, like yes. this is just a freaking fantastic time of year so uh best to, to you ruben and uh you and yours as we uh celebrate the season coming up all right uh man the, you know how to lobby for favorites mosh but raider ramon's funny he's always so oh my funny. gosh so let's go hear from our buddy raider ramon what's good raider fan radio raider ramon in the building i'm feeling myself murph mosh swagzilla 
Capo. family. <laughs> Man, it's been a rough couple of weeks. First, that Jets whooping, not a Chiefs. It hasn't been pretty. The reality of why it hurts, though, hope. After last season, being in contention for first in our division was bright, super bright. Just to be dimmed by a lackluster execution. I kept it PG for you, coach. We are predicted to be dead last in the division this year, so, I mean, it's not a bad look. As for our QB, I'm a Raider fan. I don't want him to fail. I want him to succeed and smoke these teams. Great QBs make plays, and plays are not being made. When there's nothing there, they make something happen. That's what makes them great. I'm not a Stan or a hater. All I want is to just win, baby. So keep your heads up, nation. Stay loyal. It's what we do. That being said, respect to Vinny, Mojo, Big Raider Trucker, Coach, and Harley, Ron, Paul, 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 <laughs> Big Easy, and Full Metal. What's up to the chat room? Last thing, sorry, Swag, there is no Jeff Nation. There is only one nation, Raider Nation. Oh, that two-time nice. sizzler, made man, okay Raider Ramon, you know what it is, Raider Nation all day. Oh, last thing, Josh Jacobs, the truth. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the passion. Raider Ramon, we got the chance to meet Raider Ramon. He's, of course, a made man here on Raiders Fan Radio. We got a chance to meet him in, in, in person and hang out at the tailgate and at the Raiders game. And, uh, man, he's such a funny guy. And if you hadn't seen any of the videos from the Lions game, he wears an Iron Man, it's a, it's, or I guess it's War Machine, whatever. It's the silver and black uh, Iron Man mask, and it's got the eye patch on it. It's amazing. And he is right in the black hole as Josh Jacobs scores a touchdown and jumps in the black hole. And as Mosh said, you see nothing but silver and black helmets, and one of them is his. Yep. Like, it's yep. great. It's such a great shot. So appreciate Raider Ramon uh, checking in with us here tonight. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy uh, up in New Jersey, and he is Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh, Young Swaggo. This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. I just want to say this, um, and I know some people might get a little bent out of shape, you know, but if the shoe fits, wear it, and if you feel some type of way, a hit dog going to holler. I'm going to need these wishy-washy, rolling the counter back on the testicles thinking, flashing the pins, flip-flopping Derek Carr, Fairweather fans to stifle yourself. It's just crazy to me how... Go ahead, Marshall. I know you want to. Will you stifle yourself? Every time we lose, it's all his fault. Granted, last week he definitely has some stuff I'm sure that he wants back. You know, but that was an overall team ass-kicking, you know. But the defense, the defense held up this series and that series. Did they hold up the whole game? No. Special teams, <laughs> back fumbles, almost a butt fumble. <laughs> They're blocking field goals, running it back for two points. We, we, we were terrible. We were outclassed, you know. And all through the season, what do they talk about? What do they talk about that they struggle with? The Chiefs struggle with man to man. What do we do? We get smoked on zone defenses and stuff like that all the time. Crossing routes, zone defense. Keep getting cooked on the same thing. Can't stop Travis Kelsey. We have the same issues. Still getting outclassed, you know. We just got to look at it as a whole, you know. It's not it's not always Derek Carr's fault. Now, granted, if you if that's what you want to do, wait to the end of the season. Let the season play out. If you want to blame Derek Carr, wait to the end of the season. Let that play out. 
If we need to get another quarterback, not saying that he's Joe Montana or anything, bring somebody in, you know, that'll give him competition just like they did with Steve Young. You know, yep. maybe he'll rise to the occasion. Maybe we'll have another quarterback, you know. But let the season play out. Relax, man. We have a whole bunch of other fish to fry than just Derek Carr's issues. Wide receivers ain't no dogs. They was real timid out there yep. on Sunday. True. You know, even when he's back there scrambling, nobody can get open. You know, nobody's trying. They're just tipping and tapping with their hands and stuff. BS, man. But that's all I got. Hopefully we do we do way better next week. You know, I get a little bit out of shape when I hear the Fairweather friends rock out, but then he's great when, you, when we're winning. So that's all I got. Peace. Keep it gang. Oh, man. I love nice. Rev Raider's so good, man. Oh, my and, uh, gosh. Yeah. And he flirted with Google Voice. He did flirt with yeah, Google Voice. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. That could have been 259.9. It was pretty close. It, it was, was at least a 246. Yeah. Well, and they're always a little bit shorter because I, I go through and, and I'll edit them up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll just yeah, kind of yeah. tighten up the calls a little bit. And he was. He was right at 259 or, or, and, and pushing. So, uh, great job there from Rev Raider. Always love to hear from him. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was that was pretty good stuff. All right, so we got one more uh, before we get out of here. We're running long tonight. Thank you to all of you uh, that have checked in with us tonight at Raiders Fan Radio, checking in with us live uh, here in Murph's Fan Cave. Yes. Uh, I'll hold off on the chat. We'll let Swaggy ch- uh, shout him out here in a minute. Let's get to this last voicemail, and it is our buddy, uh, who's named after batteries around here, Swag. Uh, I believe that's nine volt. That's nine volt. And you know, the city, you know, the name, you know, all this. He could just from now on, just start talking and we'll just automatically we'll know. know. What's up. Yeah. And Mosh, you're going to, especially uh, if he doesn't change his batteries. I know. Right. And Mosh, you're going to really dig the way he kind of closes this thing out. This is pretty funny. Nine volt. You know, the city man. Oh man. That game was horrible. But anyway, what can you do? Derek Carr is plays horrible in the cold. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the cold either, but still, if, if the Raiders are going to want to be a real team and compete for the AFC West in the future, they're going to have to beat Kansas City eventually in Kansas City. You know, um, is Derek Hardy going to be the face of the franchise for Vegas? I don't know. I, but right now, either way, this team is still impressive. Six and six, who knows? Who would have thought we'd have been six and six at this point? Maybe people thought of us to be three and nine at this point. You know, negative, but we're not. So we're still in the playoff race. Uh, the Raiders have a big game with the Titans. They can win out three games in the West Coast. So you never know what other teams lose or not. And then that gives us a six seed. But either way, if the Raiders don't make the playoffs, I'm cool with the nine and seven record. At least get a winning season. You know, nine and seven. Leave Oakland with a winning record. More wins and losses. Come on. Let's do this. Oh sh I have an essay to do right now. <laughs> oh damn it. Okay. Well I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. You know uh we came this upcoming week as and as you know as always, go Raiders. <laughs> nice. Hey, you, does he need me to write him a note? <laughs> I could sign it for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been signing my signature for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love it. Oh, I love too it. funny. Too funny. All right. Well, all right. We got to get rolling here. So we started yeah. our night off. We have some great emails, of course. Uh, uh, 
really close. Some of the emails were really close to Sizzlers. Yes. Yours, Frank from NorCal, killed me. Oh, that was yeah, funny. That, yeah, was, that was great. Job. That was yeah, great. That was great. Uh, Daniel, get right or get out, basically said. You know, get, get with the program or get the hell out. Uh, Jack in PA killed me with the Chiefs fan falling up the stairs. I loved it. Sugar Shane, glad you're still breathing, Sugar Shane, after that <laughs> butt kicking. Flashback from Junior in San Diego. So good cool. to hear from him. Yes. Ruben in, in Las Vegas says, great wishes to all of us for the end of the year and the holidays. And Raider Ramon, I loved Swagzilla. Yeah, and then, he, oh, and then, yeah. He, and then he threw in there a Paul, 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 <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul. Rev came right back. <laughs> Rev hit us with a stifle. Come on, you Rev. Stifled yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave some fantastic advice to Raider Nation. Yes, and that's what it's all about. And then, of course, Nine Volt. Had to go because he had to write that paper. <laughs> and you know what, Nine Volt? The cold really does suck. Oh yeah, it does. but tonight I'm going outside the box. Oh, I'm what's going. going, I'm out, going outside the box, man. I gotta go with an email. And even though, yeah, no. even though Swaggy read it bad what? and we hazed you the whole time, you never had a chance going into that. Swag. No, I never do. Never had a chance going into that. But this week's. Sizzler Award. This week's Sizzler Award is going to Pirate 1975. Nice. Sizzler. 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 Congratulations, Pirate 1975. Always a very active participant yes. in the chat room. And we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know what? From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Congratulations to Pirate1975 on your Sizzler Award. Great job tonight on the emails. Please uh, contact us throughout the course of the week, and you can be part of Raiders Fan Radio. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and that is uh, you can always call us at 909-345-3346, and uh, you can uh, leave your message. And if we play it three times, then you will become a made man or a made woman. So appreciate all of you that have joined us tonight for this live episode of Raiders Fan Radio at YouTube dot com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Please subscribe to us on any podcast service that is Murph's Fan Cave M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave and uh, and subscribe to us and you can find us on any audio show and you can find this show, Mondays with Mikey and Murph, uh, that is uh, the new show which is Mojo's Pod Show that is a fan club <laughs> blitz and that is yes. uh, and uh, Tales from the Nation and uh, so I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to thank Uncle Mosh. I'm going to thank Young Swago and close this Yo. out fellas. Yeah, so, so we got so we got everyone in here. We got Doug uh, uh, Doug Thomas. Uh, we got Full Metal Mexican, Ron the Mater Raider, Big Easy, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Curtis Flores, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Running Bear, uh, Franklin eighty three. Uh, we've got the whole gang in here. Thank you so much for being a part of this. You guys at the chat, you do, you make the show what it is. We love you guys, Mosh. 
take us home, my man. All righty. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. And I don't forget to check out our new bro, The Mojo. Yeah. We appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. It was Murph and little Swaggy J. And you got your old Uncle Mosh here. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. We've only seen this kick twice in the history of mankind. This was the first one. Yanked into this guy's <laughs> And then the other one was a f***ing Madden glitch. Oakland is in big, big trouble. Oh, my God. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.